If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's. I'm home caught, just standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, just standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? They ain't believing me in the beginning. Who wanna hang around now they see me winning? I'm home caught, just standing trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? What's up, world? It's your boy, Big Court, from the Holding Court Podcast. And today's episode is sponsored by none other than Rap Noodles. You already know what it is, the classic icon ramen noodles. You know what I'm saying? This is the creamy chicken gumbo flavor, one of my personal favorites. So, you know, we grew up in the hood eating noodles. You know what I mean? What are we talking about ramen? Forget ramen. Get your rap noodles. You know what I'm saying? So, it's no limit to our success. You already know what it is. Be body body, ride and ride it with the rap icon rap news you already know what it is salute all right this is the greatest guest in america <laughs> history you guys all right so in the building right here my brother from another mother the incomparable silk the shocker no limit records you know what i'm saying yes sir uh million set how many records about 10 million 10 solo? million my sink solo myself 10 million yep. solo you know what i mean mm-hmm. he's i consider him the godfather of the flow that y'all all in love with right now <laughs> yes sir you know what i'm saying the detroit sound blue face all that been done silk was ahead of the curve on that you yep. know what i mean yep and welcome to the show my brother glad to be here my guy glad to be here my guy yeah appreciate sure, y'all all the love sure. all love you know, and that's that's my no limit brother right there. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. man, let's get to it. Slim. Let's do it. Let's do it, my brother. Let's you know, do it. I mean, I know you. I've known you for what twenty five years now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I first came to No Limit in ninety five, mm-hmm. first record that I ever did on No Limit was with you and P. Okay, R. I. P. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. our first record together. Um, so let's. I want to drag it back though. Let's talk about. Um, just growing up in, in New Orleans. I mean, mm-hmm. everybody knows you're from New Orleans, but tell us what that was like, you know, especially with Master P being your your older brother, um, C. Murder being your brother. Yep, yep, like? yep. I mean, I, me growing up in New Orleans was crazy because I was the youngest, but um, I think back then, I just had to fight, man. I remember just fighting so much um, just for the name, the family name, but just being a young one, uh, I, I, taught, I taught myself how to fight. That's one thing I could do is fight. I fought, I fought, I fought. Um, just... Um, Cause where you from, it ain't like you could leave out of there. So you just had to have respect for you know, just have to have respect. And so that's what taught us how to you know um, always, you know, do what we have to do to uh, to keep our name intact. Uh, I don't care where I was at, uh, in the streets, out of the streets, whatever. It's it's the same principle. Just like um, respect people, get respect. Um, growing up in New Orleans was crazy because it was murder capital of the world, and it was like, but we we was there, so we ain't know no better. We just adapt to the environment. Right. And that's why music was what it was. Um, just like, I mean, just every day it was a different obstacle. Um, uh, trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it was, it was tough, but, um, so what was a young silk like, uh, you know what I'm saying? Was you, was you, cause you know, as when I got to know you, I mean, mm-hmm. you've always been kind of laid back, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. kind of off in the cut. Were you always kind of reserved or introvert or were you, when you were younger, were you more, you know, uh, outward or more rambunctious. When I was younger, um, 
I was kind of like more of a black sheep, like more like I get it because I was it was a little while. Um, I would say um, just I, w- I wasn't quiet, but I was trying to figure life out. So I had an older brother. Um, I had four. I had three older brothers, a sister. So me going back and forth from my mom, my dad, whatever, just trying to figure it out. But the streets don't give you time to figure it out. It's like either um, either you figure it out or you get sucked. You know, you get sucked yeah. in, right? Yeah. So, good thing for me is that um, I didn't. I I, I figured it out. Um, I, I, a lot of my friends didn't. Um, I, I wouldn't say that it was anything I had to do. It was more like grace of God because I was doing everything wrong to where my family would be like, "You're gonna end up dead in prison, right?" Uh, that's that was a thing, and they, and it was it was true because I was running with the wrong people. Um, so the statistics was there. All my friends wasn't you know wasn't making it, um, and so and I was being I was bad, so I was stealing, taking, you know, doing whatever, and so the numbers would say, yeah, you're going to end up being like that. But, you know, nobody get a chance to tell you what you're going to be, you know, but you are the man up above. So Right, yeah. right. Why do you think you were bad? You, was you Were you acting out or was it something going on in you or at home or was it environmental? Was it influences? Um, I would say it was both. I, I think it was more of not really knowing what's out there. So, um, and nobody tell me otherwise, right? So I'm like trying to figure it out. Like my older brother doing what he's doing, every you know everybody. But you don't realize when you're young in a project, nobody can see the young part. So there is level. So if he's older and Kev is older, the young part is where the treacherous stuff happens at, mm-hmm. and you never see it. Like your like your mom or dad, whatever, would never see or understand what you're going through in the streets. Mm-hmm, they right. could be like, "Oh, I was there before," but they'll never mm-hmm. understand what you actually going mm-hmm. through. So with me, I had to I had to really do it. So um, I remember times where, um, you know, neighborhood dudes um, would literally, I would see death, right? So, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't avoid death. I just missed it. Like you could literally be a okay. So let's 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 go. To, I test people like this. I say, um, you take a cu- a lion cub, right? So you take a lion cub, and you think like, um. It's gonna be a lion one day, right? Mm-hmm. But until it make it become a lion, it's a cub. Right. So anything could kill it. A snake could kill it. A, a hyena, but a hyena couldn't kill a lion when it's a lion. But it, until that moment, it becomes a full lion. Anything could happen between that. Mm-hmm. So that's what the street did to us. It was like a constant, just missing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, my friends, they, they didn't miss it. They thirty years. Yeah. Dead. So when I did the Miss My Homie song, that was a real song. Right. At the time. Yeah. So, right. Mm-hmm. Did you ever uh do, do time in Juvie? <laughs> yep. I was I was I was I was Tetris, man. Um, <laughs> you know, it's funny because um, you know, Gambino family, right? Yeah. Yeah. So my first time I it's it's I don't know, it's weird, but my first time I was like um maybe my second time, whatever I don't know what it was. But um um when I first got in there, Gambino um I think Tunch, the little one was there. Mm-hmm. He's my cousin, so he kind of showed me the ropes. But what what happened was my mom, because I think me being a young person, when you know when your parents see you in any kind of jail, right? Yeah. They think like, oh, you gonna you gonna get something happen to him, and you know whatever, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But realistically, it it made me really worse because yeah. I went there and I could fight. So 
I just fought. I just fought my way. First day I got there, fought. Second day I asked him, he'll tell you. And he told me to fight. He said, as soon as somebody says something, just fight, you know, just fight him. Whatever. Who told you that? Uh, Lil Gotti. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, yeah Lil Gotti. Lil Gotti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he, to- he just told me. And he did it too. He, he showed me, watched his cousin. He just did. Big old dude by like, <laughs> by like, like six, eight. He just, yeah. you know, he Lil. He like right. five, one. He just jumped on him. And he, wow. But the dude said something to him like, oh, turn the TV off. He just jumped on yeah. him. So it really messed me up because I thought it was... I thought it was all peaches and cream, just because nobody really wanted to fight. So I, I wanted to fight everybody, and you know it was like so they just let me kind of go through it, which messed me up because my mom came to court, and she was like, um, she was crying, whatever, and she was mm-hmm. like, um, she was kind of like my baby, you know, my baby, yeah, right? Yeah. But I was like, what you crying for, my? Because I'm I'm actually okay. And when I got out, it, it made me like don't care about nothing until I turned eighteen. Then I was in the real, in the real world. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying, but other than that, it wasn't really nothing nobody could do with me. You know, that's crazy because my juvenile um, experience mm-hmm. was a little bit different. You know, mm-hmm. I I went to jail at fifteen, mm-hmm. and um, it was the first time I had been locked up, and it was for some serious shit too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. They were going to certify me as an adult, Ooh. so I remember um, going up in the courtroom. <clears throat> You know, I'm playing, you know, I'm 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 putting it on. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, yeah, I don't care. So yeah, the yeah. judge is like, man, we can't let you out because we feel like that you're a menace to society. Mm. I'm like, ah, man, whatever. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Man, I went back to my, my cell. Mm-hmm. They shut that door behind me. Mm, I, I sat on that motherfucking bed. Mm. A tear trickled down my face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm like, damn, mm-hmm. this is what it got real. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you, you think that you really want that. Mm-hmm. Until you got to deal with that part of it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I would say, you know, just knowing a lot of these youngsters, whatever, um, I see them and I'm like, you know, they they don't think, they don't add the time up. Because I was ready to do like 10, 15 years. Because like, mm-hmm. I figured like I was young. So I'm like, oh, you could do five years. Ain't really nothing. Right. And so that's what kind of, you could you think that. So you think like, you don't, you never lived before. So you looking at life like, oh, it's just a nickel. Right. Yeah. So you're like, oh. But you don't understand what a nickel really is. Right. And what's 15 and 20 years. So, right. So, so me. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I never had the increment of time because nothing really scared me at the time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so like you said, man, F y'all in this court, I ain't tripping on nothing. So they got the young dudes right now who's really thinking like I can murk me somebody in thirty years. You know they don't think about thirty nah, years. They're not forward. They just like boom. Okay, I ride for my homies. Whatever we we got this. And then it's like boom, thirty five years. But they only seventeen or eighteen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you ain't, I mean you ain't even start living till you like fifteen or sixteen or twenty maybe. Right. I don't think I figured it out till late. Nah, man. You know, I'm still yeah, trying to figure that, it out. That's right? what I'm saying. So, like, <laughs> so, but but they don't really accolade the numbers because sometimes. Worst thing with me was like going, going in, going out, boom, and it was like when I, when I juvenile, what juvenile where I was at was the toughest place you could be. At. It was worse than some of the real jails, but to me, it, it wasn't like the like real because you wasn't like we didn't have like knives and stuff in there. Mm-hmm. So you they made it, but for the most part, none of nobody's doing that. It's just yeah. these. So yeah. when it comes to those, I was little, but I I I, I had hands, so that yeah. was it. So it really. It really wasn't. It hit me until like you really say, "Oh, this 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 real life." You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know that's when you hit the, the the big stage, whatever. But people don't realize. So if you juvenile, if you 
like they say they certify you, yeah. it's right after that. You go into the big board, yeah, you go right? On, yeah. And so now you like you 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 you're a man now. So mm-hmm. right. So I don't think the young people when they when they sling an iron, because I get it, you know, you it's it's up, it's up, right? So you sling an iron, boom, 50 years, and you like, oh, now it's real. So now you thinking you 17, when you get to about like you say, thirty-five. You like, oh my god, I'm a better person, but you still got forty years left. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? That's a, that's, right. that's a horror. I seen some people when, when I was, I was like, I was like, man, I'm, I'm going, I'm going home in a few. But I mean, like, what do you think about that? Because mm-hmm. like, even with the laws on the book, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I always thought that, and it's easy to say that when you haven't lost a loved one. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying mm-hmm. to that to the perpetrator of that mm-hmm. crime. Mm-hmm. But I don't think it's cool. For somebody at 16, 17 to commit a crime and mm-hmm. then have to basically the rest of their life, there's no, you know, because you got to understand if that if that person 40 years old, 35 years old, that is not the same individual from a 17 year old kid. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, you know, I understand there needs to be some type of punishment, obviously, mm-hmm. but where is the room for rehabilitation? And, you know. To be able to atone for that, because that's not, you know, even some people in their twenties, mm-hmm. you know, twenty twenty one, you're still really young, because mm-hmm. they say your brain, what, your your frontal mm-hmm. uh, lobe <laughs> cortex or whatever, ain't finished yeah, yeah. coming together when you like twenty twenty one mm-hmm. years old. So, mm-hmm. um, the brain is still developing, and then you can, you know, you consider uh, environmental factors. You know what I'm saying? So, what do you think about? Juveniles get be given these sixty year sentences for something they did. At a, I, as a I think kid. I think it's justified in this case, um, but I also think that it's um, it's the upbringing, it's society too, mm-hmm. right? So that we don't have a chance to understand the dynamics of where we come from, um, education, um, our opportunities, right? So so we literally. If you really think about where Murder Capital World came from, from Louisiana, it was like, who was fighting, who was fighting, who was fighting. Oh, and then somebody upped the gun, a knife, boom. So that was it, right? Then it's like, it's up, it's up now. <clears throat> now we go get a 22, now it's, now it's a 38, now it's a, right. a nine. Yeah. So it became so fast because we couldn't leave the city because New Orleans is a, a bowl, right? So right. if you leave out New Orleans, where you at in Baton Rouge or the country, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a city person, you in there. So it's like, my man ride on me, we take it a little bit further. And it yeah. just kept going back and forth. So I don't even think that it's. I think that some of it's justified because um, they're not supposed to be rehabilitated at that point. Because you you got to think about it. The 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 um, if you do stupid stuff like I know some people who who might have carjacked somebody, went yeah. the wrong way, boom, they killed the innocent man, right? right. So person ain't coming back. I don't I don't think that rehabilitation is. So much in their favor because of the crime. Right now, if you do some of these crimes where some, you know, accidental and stuff like that, or some drug stuff. So damn, so so damn, Slim. So no walking it back. You kill somebody at seventeen, um, and well, listen, I, I know. So I can see. So maybe it's more personal for you because yeah. you had a brother mm-hmm. that was that was killed mm-hmm. at a young age, mm-hmm. and you were how old when when Kevin got killed? I was young. I was like maybe about, I was still in high school. So okay. And he was just a few years older. No, he's older than me. He's like, okay. um, so P's like, um, uh, yeah. So he's like a year or two younger than P, maybe. Okay. Two years younger than P. Okay. Two, three younger than P. Okay. But so, yeah. so the person which I know the story. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a friend, but was he? Was he? Was he a teenager? Was he? Uh, no, they, they they probably was like nineteen or eighteen. Okay. Or yeah. Is he still in jail? No. Nah. Wow. He only, he only did like ten. 
like 10. One of them got killed, whatever, I think. Wow. Um, and then one of them got out. I think the one who didn't do that much time, I think he must have got killed. Or so I don't know, yeah. whatever. But um, the other one, yeah, it was, it was Damn, short. He only did 10 years. Like, so yeah. you think maybe that's why you feel the way that you feel about that? No, nah, I feel that way because um, it's a, it's a double-edged sword. So <clears throat> I feel like somebody could get rehabilitated. But after what time, and do we know if they're rehabilitated? Mm-hmm. So you you really got they got to prove prove to you that they 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 rehabilitated themselves. So I f- I feel like yes, I do believe that some people can and they should be, um, but you have to walk it back for a while. You can't just have a good stretch and be like I'm ready to come home. That that doesn't really work. That I mean, this is me. This is me saying yeah. that because when I when I did something, I actually did it. Yeah. Um. And I expected the outcome to be what it. Now, sometimes they could sentence you too harsh, basically. Yeah. But for the most part, here's a kicker. So somebody, somebody kill your family member. Mm-hmm. You want the death penalty, right? If your family member kills somebody else, you want them to come well, free my dog. You know yeah, what I'm saying, right? Well, so, see, yeah. so I just think got to be fair across mm-hmm. the board. Um, I feel you, but yeah. I mean, God forbid. You know what I'm saying? If I was faced with something like that, mm-hmm. if if a 16 year old, 17 year old, you know, I, I you know, I could kind of because I was there. Oh yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? And I did a lot of dumb shit. Me too. You know? So I could I could see where I could have got caught up. And I and I'm not near the same person that I was at at sixteen, seventeen. Just from yeah. just naturally okay. growing and evolving. I got you. you know what I mean? But what but what what do you think your sentence should be if you did something dumb like that? You think it should be like five couple years? You good? It it well, you know, it, it depends on the circumstances. Okay. You know, because I mean, I hear what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Some of these little cats are demons. Some of them that that's all they want to be, and mm-hmm. that's all they're gonna be, and that's all they know. You know what I mean? So I, I think it's situational. I think it depends on the situation. So some of them, if you if they you give them twenty and they get out in five, they coming home to do it again. They're not really. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying I'm saying it's got to be somebody who really walk the walk and talk the talk right, on right. rehabilitation. Right. It can't be like you know, you know, it can't be like I. I was in yeah. I was doing whatever. Not. I mean, because I got friends, dog. Like, listen, I got a close friend that I went to elementary school mm-hmm. with. You know what I mean? And he did uh, 10 on a murder. You know what I mean? Okay. Him, he got out. You know, he killed some more motherfuckers. Oh, okay. But, well, okay, so that's how that went. But but I got a nephew who mm-hmm. just got out from doing 20. He literally just got out last year from okay. doing 20. I think he did 22 years. Okay. And he's, you know, and he was really young when he did good guy, it. Good guy. Yeah, but yeah. that was that was his first time ever being that, in that's trouble. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. He never. It was just one of them situations, and that's it tough. went wrong. And he made a split decision, and he wasn't even really that kind of kid. Now that's tough. Now you see, know? now that might be a little different. We, yeah, we talking about something where you made a mistake, and, right? And you, because think about this: we young man. I'm telling you now, I'm just figuring it out. So we yeah. older. So that's why I'm saying I give. Some of these crimes, we have to give them a rehabilitation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but then some of them, when it's really heinous, I, I mean, when you're young and you do heinous stuff, I yeah. think that the level of, like I was saying about Mac, like, right, like, let's say Mac, right. let's say free Mac, whatever, well, he's almost free. I, Mac has never done anything wrong. Right. Like, he ain't even back in the back of a cop car. You right. Know what I'm saying? And, right. And he talked. But he was really just being right. Mac and a good just rapper, an artist, yeah, and good one of the best dudes you ever want to meet. Mm-hmm. And they gave it to him. He didn't do it. That's first and foremost, right? right? So, so that's like 
and they wouldn't rehabilitate him. I mean, but he rehabilitated himself, but he walked the walk. He ain't never got in trouble. Right. I mean, he literally walked that walk. Yeah. So where they had no choice but to say, you got to let him out because yeah. he's the he was the best prisoner. He's the model prisoner. So, but in, in the day is, he really was a person that didn't even do it mm-hmm. per se. So he wasn't had no malice in his heart like that. Mm-hmm. So those type of people right there, they got to give him a chance. It's like I said, some people, and like I said, I want everybody to get a chance. Um, cause I know I was young and I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I just want to know, like, it's fair. So yeah. if it's like, if you do something, take somebody away from their family, the, the level can't be, oh, I went to jail for 18 months and I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, better now. Nah, you know what I'm saying? I, I like, feel you. I feel you. Yeah. It definitely shouldn't be that. I mean, <laughs> you, you know, you have. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's to pay the cost, yeah. you know. Um, what was the craziest thing? I mean, being that we're talking about that, what was the craziest thing you seen growing up in the Calio? Mm, I would say the first time that I had actually, I was going to school, and there was like a a body sitting there, and I, and it was right in front of our door, so I just had to walk over it, and I, I think I heard somebody fighting the night before. And then, boom, I think that that happened. So that's probably it. But stuff like that was just happening. I, I didn't even realize there was a problem until we moved out. Um, but it was stuff like that happened all the time. But that was like one of the crazy... That was my first time seeing it. And I was just like, like he ain't getting up. So that was kind of like something I saw. Besides that... Um, what you say, Slim? He ain't getting up. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, and, and I was young. I didn't even know what that was about. I just said, man, I would want to say, like, wake up, but, you know, he was just, he was gone. Yeah. And um, that's probably it. And then I would say, like, um, I think, like, the girls in the neighborhood. I mean, I, I like, I'm saying, like, um, seeing some of the girls in the neighborhood trying to figure it out um, <laughs> around all the, the killers, right? Yeah. Like, you know, like, it's they, the killers, I mean, the, I can't even say killers, I'm saying the dudes who in the, who in the streets mm-hmm. um, just getting the girls Cause they street dudes and the girls are like, yeah, I won't tell him no. But these are good girls. Like next thing you know, you see them. They 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 done. They you know just some stuff I saw. It was like it was yeah. just crazy. But yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. So so you you grew up in New Orleans. So how did you wind up in Richmond, California? Um, I think you know what it was. We was we were start doing music. Um, and I think that with P. He was like doing more of like he wanted to do more conscious street type of music, mm-hmm. and you know back then they were just doing p pop music. Everything was the bounce, bounce music. Yeah, yeah, bounce New music Orleans bounce. Like that. Yeah, and um, I would say he we, we we was in he was in the street a little bit, so he had to make a change for sure. But yeah. it was music change and it was personal change, and so he just bounced one day and was like, "Yep, we out of here." Um, but why Richmond? What was the connection in so Richmond? So I think he had some a family member there. Oh, okay. Um, me personally, I I was like, um, when I thought of California, mm-hmm. right? I thought I thought California was like when I okay when I was growing up, I was always fantasizing about moving out, but I I didn't know what was out there. So think about a kid who's in New Orleans who just don't know any better, right? Mm-hmm. So all I see is New Orleans, New Orleans, uptown, downtown, whatever, third world, whatever. And so one day I was watching, I was reading this book. I think it was like Dupont Registry or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And so I turned the page, and it was like these palm trees. Mm-hmm. You know, in New Orleans, we don't see no palm trees. Everything is dirty. Everything yeah. is. 
So I was like, damn, it's, a, it's like it's like a moon or something. I'm like, what the heck? What the heck has got these trees and these big old houses? You know, we're in a project. So I'm looking at it like, and the first thing I saw was um, <clears throat> it was this car, like a spaceship, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy. So Ferrari, red Ferrari, right? <clears throat> and I'm like, man, what is that? Like I thought it was a spaceship, something like that. So so the word California meant like. Oh, we going there? I'm like, oh yeah. my god! So P like, yeah, we going there? I'm like, oh, because I seen this in a book, right? And I'm like, oh man, we about to go there with the spaceships and these palm trees <laughs> and these big old mansions and stuff yeah. like that. And then we get off in Richmond. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was finna say. I mean, it was worse than chose... it was worse than the Cali. That's you know what, what I was about to say. Someone from Northern California, I can tell you, it ain't palm trees. Yeah, right. Like, no, it ain't. <laughs> right. Like as soon we got there, it was it was the same thing. It was just crackers everywhere. It was like dudes on the street hustling. Yeah. It was like. Street walkers, you yeah. know, so we like, yo, what happened to the the big old, you know, the palm trees Wrong and the part. Ferraris and the big old yeah. Beverly Hills mansions? Yeah. So I was like, it was, it did, but it was crazy because it was <clears throat> the same thing we came from, but worse because mm-hmm. we was we wasn't from there. So think right. about trying to figure your way through it. But I think the the thing saved us was coming from New Orleans was like, um, I think it was. It was different from California, meaning that I know California had gangs and stuff. Mm-hmm. In New Orleans, we didn't have any gangs. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you got to get it yourself. So with P was, <clears throat> it, his mentality was um, was just like, um, was just like, don't play with me, right? So mm-hmm. it, so that's, tr- that's standard on any level. Like, right. you can recognize, don't play with me. And... Um, I think we got past it because nobody was expecting that level of aggressiveness, like from somebody coming in there. So, right. what, what y'all want to do? Because see, think about this. And I'm not saying Cali is different, but I'm saying we don't really need nobody to ride with us. It's like if I got a problem with you, it, we just gonna do it. And they they had to do it where let me get a couple of my boys to come. We gonna be, yeah. I'll be back for y'all, right? Yeah. And, you know, we was like, where you going? You ain't going. Nah, you ain't going nowhere. You about to handle it right now. And so they were scared to literally go the one-on-one mm-hmm. thing. It was like, no, 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 we be back for that. So it was kind of like they start they start respecting us because we was just like hustlers. We respected them, but you know we would be ready to do what we got to do too. And yeah. I think they just picked up on. I mean, I think P had gold teeth in his mouth. Yeah, they wasn't expecting that. Um, and he held his own. So I think that that's what. That's what they respected the most about him. Mm-hmm. Was it a gang element in Richmond when y'all went? Yeah, up? yeah. Everybody, I I wasn't technically in a gang, but we talked about it. You was affiliated. I was affiliated, yeah. but the the crazy part about it is nobody. Like I said, I I was when I was growing up, nobody wanted to jump me in. Basically, there's like, oh, you just a designated whatever we is. I ain't gonna put put on the whatever it was, but <laughs> it was like you designated whatever, but. Why what happened was, and I gained respect too, and I could do whatever I want to do was, um, I'm I'm with I'm with the shits too, right? So I'm really with it, and I'm all the way out there. And they couldn't understand how I was all the way out there because they'd be like, if somebody jumped my man's whatever, they'd be like, oh yeah, we are gonna get you in a couple of weeks. I'm like, nah, we are gonna get them now, and they 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 be they be scared. So it's kind of like none of them really wanted to. They didn't want to go up against me type of thing, but they didn't want um. They didn't feel like they had to jump me in because they're gonna get beat up anyway, probably, and they just <laughs> needed somebody to lead them in that direction. So I didn't have to really technically be jumped in, mm-hmm. um, but I was a leader though. So yeah. who, ain't no other kids gonna gonna put no hands on me like that. So right. they and they knew that, 
So they always come in and look for me like, oh, oh, shock, they um, they just ran up on your boy, you know. And I'm like, like I didn't, I didn't believe in the whole drive-by thing. Like they, they they'll say stuff like that. I'll be like, what is that? Like, you know, they yeah, you was on the walk them down. That's back then. walking them down, man. Yeah, tripping on that, man. <laughs> whatever. And they, so they kind of like took that as like as a leadership type of thing. So yeah, that was okay, fun. okay. So I mean, being in Richmond was the. I mean, so the the inception of the music shit, mm-hmm. like, is that something you always wanted to do, or you was just following Big Bro's lead, where he's like, "Hey, look, you know, I see this music thing is popping. Let's try to get into this." Did did P put the bug in you, or was that something that you already had brewing? Like, you know what, I want to try this this rapping thing. Um, I would say it definitely was him first. Um. But it, it wasn't even started like that. It was it more started like um, trying to stay out of trouble type of thing. Um, but but it was a new hustle for him because he he knew that um, the E forties of the world, the spice. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew they was getting money. So you know, where he is like, oh, they getting money like that. Okay, let me figure. I, don't, I ain't a rapper, but let me see how they rapping. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they rap. Okay. So they in the studio. They went to K. They went to um, uh, K. Lou. K. Lou. Yeah. All right. So he's like, oh, okay, K. Lou, make me this beat like this and. Before you know it, it was kind of like um, just kind of figuring it out as it go. Mm-hmm. And but it was different. And the one thing I liked what he did was the most was um, he ain't spared no cost on the sound. Mm-hmm. So if you back back then it was all about the speakers, like yeah, whatever was bumping in the speakers, they right. they, they like. And um, so we went to K. Lou, but nobody could afford K. Lou. Yeah, right? and Al Eaton. Al Eaton too. Yeah, Al yeah. Eaton too. Yeah, Al yeah. Eaton too. And they couldn't afford it, and so. But he made sure that K. Lou was like the Dr. Dre of mm-hmm. that. So yep. if you went to K. Lou, Real talk. but everybody else was just like, oh, I'm going to go by Courthouse and record this song. Mm-hmm. And it sound like that. Mm-hmm. But if you went to K. Lou- Why they got to come by Courthouse? I mean, you know, cause <laughs> I had that little ragged studio. <laughs> I, got, I got the Jakey studio. <laughs> you got the Jakey studio, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I had the little full track recorder. Yeah, huh? Closet <laughs> studio. But no, but they- um, So I mean, I'm just saying anybody in the yeah. hood with the, with the speakers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So um, that's probably what they was doing. Mm-hmm. Um but but he did what he did was he had to take a little couple odd job, but he mm-hmm. he got the songs and once the people heard it, it wasn't even about the music. It was like when they came with their cars, heard that music, it came back again. And so that would be what that was Mama's Bad Boy because or was that Ghetto's trying to kill me? Because I know you had the the real Untouchables. What was the first oh, No bro. Limit record? Because it you was one where the album cover was drawn, right? It was sketched. Or so something. here here's the story behind that. I'm gonna give you a sluice because you're my dog. Um, so when we had the store, right? Mm-hmm. So we had the store and we felt we realized how easy it was for them to um Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba da ba ba ba. Actually sell records. So all the D-boys come in there on Tuesdays, boom, they're like, give me whatever you got. Right. What's hot? What's hot? What, what y'all got is hot. So be like, oh, Too Short came out. They go buy like a hundred of them, pass out in the hood, boom, boom. They, they come in their mink coats on, they come with their money, mm-hmm. big old wide, drop it down, whatever, right? They, mm-hmm. Give me give me a hundred of those, give me two hundred of those, pass out the neighborhood. So we was like, damn, we sold a thousand CDs in one week, right? So based on our word. So be like, oh, my man, rock, rock album came out. They're going to buy 50 of them, 100 of them. Everybody coming out on Tuesday, they're going to buy it, right? So 
So we like, yo, that's crazy. So we go try to do music. But so the first record, if you notice it, it had no cover on it. Yeah. I think it was TRU, but it had okay. it had just the words on it. Okay. But that was by design because we was the rappers, right? Uh, so we was like, what what's what's hot what's hot they coming out? What's hot? Oh, okay, I see. What's yeah, hot yeah, came yeah. out, right? What's hot yeah. what's hot? They like they like they like um they like this this new group called TRU hot, they hot, they blowing yeah. up. Give me a hundred of those, mm. right? Another person. Give me fifty of those. Give me twenty of those, girls. So y'all was on some anonymous shit. Just we was anonymous, yeah, yeah. and man, but here's the thing about it: when they came in, they was like, "Yeah, just give it to me." When next week they came, man, what was that TRU stuff? Man, that, them, them, them boys go hard, right? So that's what the whole thing. And now we like, oh, for real? So we didn't sold five hundred CDs, eight hundred, no, eight hundred CDs in a week. That's a nice little bag, you know what I'm saying? Of our stuff. So next thing, OP, like, you know. Do it again. You know, yeah. he's going to do it again and do it again yeah, and do it sure. again. So, did it again. They came back. They're like, anything in the TR, you dropped it. Let us know. You know what I'm saying? So, the first two records had no faces. I think even Mama's Bad Boy, did it have faces? I think it Mama's had, Bad Boy did. Nah, yeah. I don't think so. It had, no, it um, did. It had P getting handcuffed or something like that with a hat on. <clears throat> Which It was one. And then y'all did one where you had the ski mask, the stocking cap. So. Okay, that's one. That's mm-hmm. one. Okay. so Get that, away clean. It was another one that had the the Mastercard on it or something, but it that had might have work. been real early. Oh, real? Okay, yeah. whatever that was, yeah. we did the first two or three with nothing on it, but the but the words <clears> on it. <throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. So and, you remember what your? So did you always go by Silk? Yeah, I went. I went by. Um, at first, I went by just Silk by itself. I'm saying it wasn't no name before Silk. It was just Silk by itself. Yeah, it was just Silk. Okay. Um, and what happened was, um, the group Silk mm-hmm. sued me. Damn. Right, they try to sue me, right? So they're like, "Oh, change." Um, as I start blowing up a little bit, they're like, "Change that name," right? So I'm like, "Okay." So what I did was I put two K's on it. Yeah, like my first record was called the Shocker, right? So they're like, "They ain't good enough." It's a classic. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. They like, "They ain't good enough." So they're like, "Okay, cool." So once they did that, I had to I had to change it again. So everybody called me the Shocker anyway. So mm-hmm. they just put two and two together. There you have it. You know what I'm saying? Glad, thank you, Silk. Thank you, Group Silk. Appreciate y'all. <laughs> so, so listen. So, when you go into the studio, your first, or say the first couple of studio sessions, right? Mm-hmm. What? How did a young Silk the Shocker develop the style, the infamous style, the the the, the double time stutter step, rapping off beat, whatever they want to call it? How did how did you come up with that, or was it just natural? You know what? I was just being myself. Um, I think the first record, man, I did, I think, I can't remember the word. Oh, it was Together Trying to Kill Me. Okay. Right? So if you go back, I thought I was like, um, I thought I sounded horrible. I'm like, that sounds like a little baby, some kind of girl. Like I'm like, whatever. But you know what it is? It's like when you speaking like, kind of like a... You know, like just real, because I was in the like I was really in there. Mm-hmm. I was just rapping like two keys a day. You never seen yeah. someone, you know, like yeah. three o'clock up in the morning chopping. I was just going I mean, in. It sounded heartfelt. You know, it, that's I was, why I it resonated. Cause I was it was in real. I was yeah. in court. I was yeah. in that thing. I was like, um, I just saw my boy pass away. Like, you know, I was like, I was really in it. So when I was rapping, I just I don't think even I don't think I even wrote it. I was just rapping, and that's kind of like been my consistent thing of. Um, just being before, I was talking to somebody, I actually, um, QC, whatever, and it was just like, well, you guys are one of my favorite rappers. Of course, Pete was his favorite hustler, but he was like, man, you was before your time. He said, even uh, Lil Baby and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, he, 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 he reminded me of you a little bit and stuff like that. I thought that was dope that, um, mm-hmm. that, and, and, and I was supposed to do something with Lil Baby too, so the level of respect was there. 
So even going back to that, when I first did my first my first um, project, um, oh, that's the first song. I felt that way, but that song, the, mom, the Ghetto Trying to Kill Me, mm-hmm. in a bay was crazy, but it it was me on it. And the people yeah. was like, who was him? And from E40, E40, uh, everybody was just like going crazy, you know, going crazy over that particular song that yeah. I, my verse, right? So I kind of was like, cool. But when I knew it was crazy. I was at the, um, I don't know if I told you before, but I was at the video a video shoot with um, E40, Spice One, and I think Tupac came through. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I I can't make this up. It's no lie. I was just I was young, but I was wild. So I'm looking around, and I'm just like, uh, and I just see I, this is crazy. I, I don't know if I told people before, but I seen Tupac, and I'm just looking, and Tupac is like looking at me, like like really looking at me. And I think I was talking to E40 or something. He was like, man, you so you cold, man. You are you cold, young man. Let let's get let's do something, whatever. And then I seen Tupac, and he was like, um, just looking at me, but I was like. In the street, street. So I'm like, yo, you got one more time to look at me. And I'm, <laughs> I, but but then E40 was like, no, nah, we was listening to your music in the car, and, and Pac was like really going in with it. I'm like, oh, this is crazy. But I didn't really know Pac like that yeah. until I know Pac way later yeah. on. But I just thought he's a regular dude. But when I pulled, you know, I did the homework, it was like, oh, when E40 mentioned it and stuff like that, I was like, oh, that's crazy. But I was young, so, um, but yeah, I, I was just. So Pac was over there looking at you like Bishop. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he just say yeah, he, he tried to run the fade on yeah, Pac? Yeah, he was on some Bishop. I, shit. I wouldn't say I run the fade on, but no, but no, it was. But you know what? It was like this because I, I don't know. I was just had chipping my shoulder on everything. Yeah. So he was just looking like, like I, somebody you, you know you like, yeah. like he was just looking, and I was just like, I think you're looking too much. But that was just me just being that was like just you dumb. tripping out. <laughs> I'm just yeah. tripping. Like he, yeah. he wasn't really looking like that. Like I'm mugging you. He was just yeah. looking like. I just we just listen to your music type of thing. I same thing happened. I was I met Drake one time, and I would same thing. I so I I was in I was I think it was at the um, the the I think a music award, and it was first when he first came out, and I was just I was just kind of I just was bumping it like this dude is talented. Mm-hmm. Seen him, and he, he recognized me stuff like that. But I guess he must have thought I was want to do a song or something. But I was just like, yo man, this is this is dope. You're a dope artist. Um, just you know, it's gonna be a little tricky. Mm-hmm. Being young and in the game, so I was just giving the game. But he thought I wanted a, a, a track, so I wasn't even thinking about that. But I thought that you know it was just a cool little, cool little dude. And of course, he's Drake now. But um, yeah, I got a funny Drake story yeah. too. <laughs> Drake, 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 be on one. He, he he a little slickster. But I was uh I actually was having a meeting at mm-hmm. uh Philippe uh Philippe Childs, mm-hmm. uh the one that Manny used to own. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was there doing a meeting, mm-hmm. and I was there with uh, A.J. Johnson, the actress, mm-hmm. and we was meeting down there about something I was helping her with. And so I guess I, apparently he must have thought that we was together, mm-hmm. you know, so he came in with his family, and we were sitting in a little private area. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I seen him looking, you know, mm-hmm. and he, but he didn't say nothing. Mm-hmm. I get up. I go to the restroom. I come back from the restroom. He mm-hmm. over there <laughs> talking to A.J., you know what I mean? Oh, okay. Yeah, you know. And so when I came back, he was just like, oh, man, you know, much respect, man. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to tell her I was a fan, you mm. know. Woo, 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 you know. Okay. But I'm thinking you could have did that while I was oh, just sitting here. Like, okay. it wasn't nothing like that with me. Yeah, her, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, why you couldn't come over and say, hey, I'm a yeah, fan. Yeah, you know? yeah. But shout out to Drake, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know no what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he was he was still very pleasant and respectful. Mm-hmm. But I was like, why I had to get up? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? For you to come. You know, he was on something. You yeah. know what I mean? But, um... But so you do the ghettos trying to kill me, mm-hmm. 
And then, you know, you catch a little buzz. So whose idea was it for you to go solo? I mean, because you were just coming off of doing a feature, you know what I'm saying? So what, you know, why, how um, did you have that that confidence to say, you know what, I'm finna do this solo? I, you know what, I didn't. And then the people spoke, man. They just, mm-hmm. I mean, man, I did this one song, if you go back, I think it was on P record. And it was... It was hard, man. It was it was hard. And I think it was a small intro. I can't remember what it was. I'll find out later. But it was a small intro. And I'll tell you, I I ripped it. Mm-hmm. By that time, it was the everybody was like, gotta come out with a record. Yeah. So that time I but I was like I said, I was just in this when it's time to go to the studio. I, I you know, I don't really write much. Right. I was just speaking off the dome, man. I think the, the Shaka album proved it like it was just it was yeah, it was definitely before his time. Like the the Shaka album is probably personally one of my favorite albums. I can see that. I can see yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah especially it's one, it's one of the best I think in yeah. No Limit catalog. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, salute my yeah. guys. Hey, I was in Sa- <laughs> I was in Sacramento at the time, so we wasn't that far away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when it was buzzing with yep. all that ninety nine yep. ways to die, mm-hmm, like it was, mm-hmm. you know, we was forty five minutes. Yep, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I remember it all coming out. But yeah, that, yeah. yeah. No, it, it and it felt like I didn't know it at first, but it felt like. Um, it was just me just doing it. So I guess I always been a story kind of could, could put stuff to paper, but really just put stuff out. Mm-hmm. So the people will would um would just be would would actually say that. Mm-hmm. So when it was time to put a solo record out, they just wouldn't accept nothing else but a solo record from me. Like they they was like, We're gonna boycott y'all if you don't come out of the record. So I had to go in the studio. Uh that I, I did the album quick as heck, just kinda got some tracks and stuff and mm-hmm. And it was just coming to me like because uh, that's that's before uh, Beats by the Pound came out. You were still working with because I don't be- remember Beats by the Pound having no music on on Silk on the Shocker. On the Shocker, nah. It seemed like it was all like K. Lou and and kind of those Bay Area. Uh, yeah, because it wasn't nothing kind of bouncy on it. Oh, it still, might, it was still kind of Bay Area influenced a lot. Would you say? Might be right about that. Shocker. Yeah, I mean the Shocker. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah, but I did work with Carlos Nim. Mm-hmm. XL, I think mm-hmm. was on there. XL did something on. Oh, let me see. No, no, no. It was like Moby, like Cuz and all those. Yeah. But no, I say to, no. Take that back. I got to find out. It's a good question though. Yeah. Um, it it definitely was different. But I know I know Carlos was on it. Mm-hmm. Um, damn, was Mike Diesel in the movie? Nah. Nah, I don't think he did. Nah, yeah, I got to I got to see the producers. Yeah, that that's that's a different. So so a lot of people again they they. They always, you know, no limit is synonymous with mm-hmm. the independent grind. Mm-hmm. Like, what was that? I know what it was like because mm-hmm. I came around 95, 96. Yeah. But what was that 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 grind like, you know what I mean, in that time? Like, take us into the headspace of U and P and C, you know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you hadn't yet made it. It was something you was chasing at that time. Like, what was that grind like? Was you hitting cities? I mean, I'm sure yeah. it was hitting these little, yeah. you know, chitlin' circuits and the propensity for... For fighting and 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 shit, crazy shit happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, what was? Did you experience crazy stuff out on the road and and that whole grind, trying to really get it to pop before it popped? Yeah, well, it was different for us because man, the hustle was ooh, through the roof. I mean, we would um, we would be like um, outwork everybody, <clears throat> no sleep, wear the same clothes three or four days in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, the grind was real, but you know, when you really want it and you don't have any other option. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think right. I, I would say P more um, laid the charge on that because mm-hmm. hustling wasn't really my thing. Um, I mean, if you know what he do, not do now, so it's like he he grind. Mm-hmm. So 
that's the same way he was before. So I have to say in that perspective, salute to him because if it was on me to mm-hmm. do it, I wouldn't have got no limit to there. Yeah. You know, I'm good now. I'm smart right. and stuff now. But at that time, it, it took it took that because we would I would have been good with a you know half a million, a million. Right. But then I would have probably, you know, tricked that, you know, messed that off and whatever and been but I think the consistency he knew about it. That's why we would we would find ourselves in the craziest places selling CDs and like I mean one time we went to a place, I mean, they was like, imagine going to your hood, like but the worst hood, like right. Let's say if we going to if in Compton if let's say Compton how Compton was or or I don't know, if you talk Oakland, whatever. But imagine some dudes that ain't from there just pull up in the middle of the hood yeah. and be like, yo, I got these CDs for sale. Mm-hmm. Now you're gonna be like, somebody gonna go crazy, gonna go off on these two these dudes coming in there. But I remember one dude was like, you gotta be kidding me. Y'all, y'all back in our hood. I'm talking about these was real hitters, yeah. right? Like you y'all back here, y'all, y'all gotta, y'all gotta be, y'all, y'all the police or something, because y'all, 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 y'all crazy. Right? Yeah. So that's that's their mentality, right? So they really was thinking about like doing us something, but they're like, you know what? I respect what y'all trying to do. I don't get it. Y'all crazy. That's like that's like jumping in the lion's den, whatever, but mm-hmm. snake pit. But you know what? We all getting money. I don't, I don't understand y'all, man. But give me them CDs. Oh, my fault. Oh, give me them CDs. You know what I'm saying? And um, and 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 he go he go hundred bucks. Now get out of here. So yeah. we was doing stuff like that, but we were so naive and dumb. Well, we we try, we had to get it that we didn't even think about the safety. We just yeah. like we all in D.C. We all in Chicago, mm-hmm. and you know the thing about it is, like I said about being a, a cub, it's like. You don't know any better. You right. just wand in the world, you know what I'm right. saying, freely. Did y'all ever get into any shit? Of course. Of course. Yeah. Of course. There was what some was people. Cra- what was the craziest like thing trying to build no limit? The craziest <laughs> I, shit that I, I know you heard about the story in the Oakland, whatever, we we fighting and um we in a yeah. club. We we Which from one? Richmond. We from Richmond. Yeah. But we was in Oakland performing which you're not supposed to be in. And we just uh, it kicked off, man. It was crazy. We we got into a pretty, pretty serious fight. Um, what happened? Walk us through it. I don't know if I know this one. You don't know this one? The, yeah. the one I lied about, somebody stepped on my foot, that one? I'm sure you heard that one before, Kurt. Cool. Yeah, but tell us again. <laughs> I think I was I was just young, uh-huh. and I just wanted to fight. Um, so we in Oakland, and I'm just chilling, and then yeah. um, some dude walked past. I ain't like the way he looks, so I'm like, oh, okay. So I just said, oh, man, he stepped on my foot. And then everybody, looked, you know, whoever with us is like, you did what? So damn, boom. Whole club start fighting, boom, 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 it's gonna go crazy. Yeah. And it was it's crazy because it almost got us in trouble. Mm-hmm. Well, we we could have I ain't gonna go into too much detail, but we could have got you could have been um, you know, couldn't have yeah. took the shock and pee in the Yeah, limit. I know the I know that part. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know that part. But I mean I mean, like I said, to me it's like, you know, no matter what happens, um, it's supposed to be that way. Mm-hmm. Um, us coming from the Calio project, it's supposed to be that way. I mean, we could have been born in Beverly Hills, but we wouldn't have been Sukashaka and no limit, right? So um I take everything with a with a grain of salt where it's like um just trust the process, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, okay, so you put out the shocker. Mm-hmm. By the way, that's uh it's like a third. It's it's KLC, K Lou, and Carlos. What's on that album? 
Yeah, I looked it up. So Oh yeah, yeah, because they did the um one, two, three, you know, oh, Silka right. G. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, okay. it's almost a third right down the middle. Yeah, yeah. See, the beat so in the production. Okay. Oh, you don't come on, man, get it up. Okay. It up bro. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right. Okay, coming through. I mean, you know, Google. Google. We Google. <laughs> Google, uh. We Googled it. So um, so now you got the shocker out. Mm-hmm. Okay. And after the shocker, I remember it was uh true to the game. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ice Cream Man, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. what that opened the that kicked the door in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as that was unfolding, you know, now I was around around that time as well. Mm-hmm. What what was that like? That feeling of okay, we 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 here. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like like what was that? And especially once the money start flowing, like you know what I mean? What was that feeling like? Um, I think okay. So we we hustling we hustling the CDs. Um, the best thing was for us was that I think we did the eighty five fifteen deal. So that was that deal. was dope. So, yeah. but that was right before we was had a little buzz, but they didn't think that we would become what we became. Right. So they gave us eighty five fifteen. Exactly. Like, let me just get these dudes off the street. Yeah, they thought you was just gonna sell yeah. hundred thousand, yeah. fifty thousand. Yeah. But the but the best thing ever happened was us being in the trenches like that. So if we in. KC, you remember like, man, I remember yeah. No Limit. Them boys came out here. And so every city just caught on fire. Like, mm-hmm. you'd be like, yo, I remember them boys out here. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Then that KC is on lock for us. Right. Um, I think it, it became where the music caught up to who we were, the hustle. So once we did that, it, it just, I think they put out, I think the first real one was I'm About It. Mm-hmm. When that came out. Yep. It it just blew up everywhere, right? And then I the sound the soundtrack. No, the no, we song. The song. the song. Oh, the, the song. song. The, the song. song. Yeah, the soundtrack too. But the song the <clears throat> song came out and it just boom. Caught Crazy it. thing about the song, Slim. No, no cap, right? Uh, that's when I when P it flew us out there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we came out there with y'all. And um, I remember hearing about it when it wasn't even mixed. You yeah. know, he had just did it, mm-hmm. and this is a true story. P can tell you this. When I heard it. I thought it was some bullshit. Of course. You know what I'm saying? Because I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I, I told him. I said, P, I was like, what the, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And he just laughed. He said, I'm going to have a whole world saying I'm about it. I was like, no. I was like, I don't even know what you're saying. You know what I mean? And I didn't get it. You know what I mean? And I, I bullshit you not. By the time we got back to Kansas City, I promise you, everybody named Mama was playing it. And I was like, yeah. oh, that's what he meant. Yeah. Oh, okay. I get it now. And it was it was just a testament to to Big Bro's genius and his foresight. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and, and it's you look at it. It was like okay, like when you think about it with P and with No Limit. This is how I always looked at it. You had Easy E passed away, mm-hmm. uh, Biggie passed away, mm-hmm. and Tupac passed away, which I think created a hole mm-hmm. for P to run right through. Because I remember. It was like everybody was scared of the gangster shit after Tupac died mm-hmm. and Biggie died. Everybody kind of was kind of getting on some jiggy shit mm-hmm. and moving away from that. Mm-hmm. And P just ran right through that hole with the mm-hmm. I'm about it. You know what I mean? And I think he was instrumental in like even now you mm-hmm. can even see his his thumbprint now. Because if you think about it, the records that really do well, the reason why Atlanta and the South mm-hmm. has really had the, this music scene mm-hmm. is because everything they can bounce to. It's yep. got that that bop to it. Yep. Whereas when West Coast had it, it was more, 
it was laid back, it was slow, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so P, he incorporated that that bounce, which yep. initially he was trying to get away from. Because yep. really, when you think about it, about about it, it's kind of a bounce record. It is, it is. You know what I mean? So he was able to put that gangster shit on top of that bounce, mm-hmm. and it gave people that energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I remember it when about, when I got back to Kansas City, man, about it had blew up. I said, damn, I called him. It's like, bro, you was right. That's crazy. Well, too, so with that being said, it was it was... It was Kansas City, Chicago, mm-hmm. Memphis. It happened at the same time. So, right? So now the labors are like, what's going on? They, but they only own a little bit. So they're not promoting it like that because they're like, they're like, we ain't really getting that much from it, right? Mm-hmm. So now when you walk in the office, you sold so many of them. Mm-hmm. We did that. We started out with like 10 grand, right? Mm-hmm. But we then we turned that to 100. And we made everything ourselves. So they didn't they didn't have no money for us. Mm-hmm. Like they they didn't our album, he did the album cover himself. He did the um shout to Pen and Pixel because I got the money off the, the dice. Yeah. The first album cover off the dice. Yeah. yeah. That's what I do, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, so you got that, you got yeah. we did our own videos. So we walk in there, it's almost like literally they we didn't get no money from them. Mm-hmm. So that so you know the hustle with the 10 grand. Imagine walking the office now, you got five million from mm. the streets. You know what I'm saying? You got five million. So that's where it came at. If you could make five million, you can make ten. If you make ten, right. you can make twenty. Right. And then you can eventually make Forbes at four hundred million. So you can, you know, like mm-hmm. if you just keep hustling. Most people are like, oh, I got five million, I'm good. Let's, yeah, they rest on their lower. They rest on that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And yeah. I think that's what the nineteen albums came out in one year. Mm-hmm. Um signing Snoop, Mesco, you know what I'm saying? All that type of stuff. So it just was the mentality, like I, I've learned from it now. Where, um, yeah, I might be a little successful, but my grind is so ridiculous now. Um, and I, I, I take the same logic, even though I don't worry about what I did before. I think if you take that same principle and be able to um, apply it to whatever you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So you know, to me, that's what's been my my best thing as far as that. But as far as back then. It was just having the ability to do whatever you want to do. So, like, say you're a businessman, you're a businessman. If when you wake up, um, you have ideas. You might say, I'm going to do this film, I'm going to do this talk show, podcast, whatever it's going to be. And then, only thing will stop you is financially, Mm -hmm. right? So, so if you know how Pete think, whatever, right? So, every day he wakes up, he's trying to figure out something else to do. Mm -hmm. So, imagine being able to do it. Yeah. That so that's the catch. We all could do whatever, but we all have ideas. But most people, I found people that be needing a thousand bucks and they'll make a million because they got that mentality. Mm-hmm. So when they gave him that kind of money, it was just like, why should I sleep? Right. You know what I'm saying? 50 albums a year. You know what I'm saying? Let's do 100 videos. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah, that was it. I mean, that, And it just kept on going because why would it stop? Right. If, if you don't get lazy with it, 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 it shouldn't stop. You should take... Now, when it got to a certain point, because everything's gonna hit a hit a wall, mm-hmm. um, I think what most people would say is, when you're successful, um, the I would say the opposition is going to try to find a way to break it up, mm-hmm. right? So all the all the successful companies in the world, yeah, yeah. are go- like they'll be like, oh, court, you're doing, you, you own Warner Brother. What the other people gonna say? Who's making Warner Brother? I mean, I'm not saying Warner Brother. Let's take it back. Let's say whatever your company is. If you're successful, another company is gonna say, "What make what make you successful?" Oh, the VP. 
they're going to hire the VP away from you. Um, if, it's, if it's records, they're going to say, how can I take this artist who's hot? <clears throat> if it could be anybody, it could be myself, musical, whatever. They're going to offer you something to take you. You know, so yeah. every label going to have to figure out. Um, it's just going to happen because most people grow. If you are a player, you're going to want to be a coach one day. You're going to be a broadcaster. It just You're going to want to own a team. Right. The growth is going to go there. So, so with No Limit... We could have kept going a long time, but eventually people are going to grow up and be like, I'm on my own label. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's successful or not, but right. they're just going to do that. That's yeah. just how it goes. So, um, that w- And that's the only roadblock of not taking a half a billion and getting a billion. Right. Because it, it's gonna ch- the dynamic is going to change. Like, like um, I would say, um, they're going to see it. So when I walk to the airport the first time, they're going to be like, oh, my God, Silk Shock, whatever. Boom. Second time is going to be like, oh, it's Silk. They're like, oh, I know that. What's my guy right there? You know what I'm saying? And then it's going to get it's gonna get trickled down. Yeah. So by the time take a picture, and they be like, they see you now, they're like, oh, that's just Silk. He comes through all the time. You see what I'm saying? So so with the label stuff, it's the same thing. They're going to they're gonna find themselves um, at a crossroad at success. So if you somebody, I'm not going to say the label's name, but any label successful now, it's got to be a, a a fam vibe, but also got to have an understanding of um, people got to know the the part to play. Mm-hmm. Some people don't. Some people don't want to play that part. Some right. people want to play, and everybody not meant to be the boss. Right. Everybody not meant to like. What I learned taught myself is, um, you make yourself a boss when nobody's hiring, mm-hmm. right? But if you got something successful, then you could. You definitely want to, you know, give people promotion, right? Um, but, but in reality, either you got to be a good leader or a good follower. You know what I'm saying? Everybody say everybody's not meant to be the boss. You, but you have to know uh, when it's time to advance yourself, because um, everybody should have advancement. So I think that's going to be the part that every good, every big company is going to have to. To turn over, and usually the problem comes with um, black-owned companies. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's a white or black thing, but I'm saying I, as a black person, I'm always looking at the guy at the top, seeing if I could take him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right. like, yeah, you'd be like, oh man, you, 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 I don't, whatever, I don't like what you're doing. So it's always critiquing that person. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, David Stern, I mean, not David Stern. Um, Adam Silver run the NBA. Nobody ever questioned his, his, his judgment decision. Right. Um, so that's, that's the only thing you're going to have to deal with in our culture as um, um, this, when you get to a certain level of success. They're going to start saying, you, you make too much money. So yeah. speaking of money, mm-hmm. once you start selling records, bruh, and you can keep it 100 with mm-hmm. me, I'm your brother. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Once you got some money, what'd you do? What was the first thing that you got? How'd you ball out? Coming from the projects, coming from Richmond. Um. I, my, I had a big heart, um, so I just bought a whole bunch of dumb stuff, mm-hmm. right? So I was just like, but I also bought dumb stuff for other people too. So if you was around me, every day for like three or four months straight, I woke up and went to the mall every day. So if you was with me, mm-hmm. I literally woke up and bought you something every day. Like I had five, six people around me, yeah. Rolex for you, Rolex for you, diamond ring for you, diamond Like, oh, here go car for you. Like I was doing stuff like that because I didn't. I didn't understand the value of money. Right. Right. I'm not saying I had a whole bunch of money, but I'm saying that whatever I got, I figured I was going to get it for a long time. Right. And it, and so, but I also was, um, I would say it was a more of an emptiness 
because um, you don't really know who your friends is when you got money, right? Mm-hmm. You don't know what girls there for you, whatever, when you got money. So you just, and you got money. So they're going to tell you stuff that you want to hear. Right. So, oh man, you know, so they knocking at my door. They know I'm going to the mall when it's 10, 10 o'clock. They at the door. Yeah. I'm just going to buy you something. I'm going to walk through the mall, tennis shoes with everybody. We're going to pull lock and everybody get it. And that was just my consistent thing. So what I think I did, I done dumb stuff like, um, remember buying a Ferrari. You got that spaceship. I got the spaceship. I did. No, I did. I did. I did. I did. I really did. No, I did. I, I got it. And, and the crazy part about it is I got it and I got two of them, the same color, make and model. It was it was crazy. Like they talked me into buying two of them. And when I looked up the whole year had went by, because I was on the road so much, the cars had, one had 240 miles on it and the other one had 118 miles on it. Mm-hmm. It's too far. It's like, yeah. So the, I, I dropped the cash on it and it had those kind. Of, so it's just dumb stuff that I think that um, I was just going stupid stuff like so that. So was that you or was that bro? Was that P that misplaced the car or left it at the airport? Me. Was that like, was you? It was me. I, I was doing stupid. I was. Yeah. Was it a Benz that you forgot at which airport? Or I, I, I forgot two it? of them, man. I forgot. I had this um, <laughs> decked out um, either Cali truck or Lincoln. Mm hmm. And I left it there for so long that they just auctioned it off, or to- towed it, auctioned off. And I didn't realize until I got a letter saying, oh, this is- You forgot all- So you get into the money that much to not where really, you- Not really. No, you have to be. Because if you if you buy a car and you go to the airport and you forget you parked that bitch and you just go on about your life like, I just <laughs> forgot the new car after, you get into it. You get I, well, to I was it. saying, I was saying, yeah, I, I was getting to it a little bit, but I was more like, I didn't have the um, conscious- sense of what it meant because I was so talented that everybody would, I would always get money. Like I would say, um, like what, I don't know. It was one song. I think it was, you remember like Express Yourself, the song I did? Express Yourself. I'm expressing with my full capability, right? Oh, Yo, you talking about NWA? Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, remade yeah, sure. I remade it. I remade it. They had, yeah, they had gave me 150 for that. Mm-hmm. Just, just like, boom, 150,000 for that. Yeah. And like other stuff. I mean, I was... I think I was doing stuff with camera. Yeah. I was doing. I was on tour. Like it was crazy, and I, I wouldn't say I was balling out. I could have probably got a lot more money, yeah. but I, but the money part was just there. So if I got a hundred thousand dollars, yeah, you know, you'd be like, oh, you now you'd be like, oh, I was gonna buy investment property, right? Right, like, right. But back then I was like, oh, it's a hundred thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. you got you, five for you, five for you, five for you, five for you. Get off yeah. my face and watch some rest. Yeah. So it was that type of mentality. Yeah. And so what I was doing was I was always doing something. So. I always just have the money coming right. in. It'll be like another hundred right here, right. then fifty, then seventy. So, and I would kind of do it almost weekly, mm-hmm. like, um, and it would be just be like it's just money. Like you know what I you when you get into it, you do that because I did yeah. the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like it was nothing for my old lady to be washing my clothes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I leave seven, eight, ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars in my pocket, no question, and no would question. literally forget about it. You know. And and she would be like, you know, she would tell me. And I yeah. remember she uh, she said one time she had told one of her uh, girlfriends mm. that, you know, I would leave money like that and would weeks forget about it. Mm. And her friend would be like, you don't take it. And she'd be like, take it. Like, I'm stealing from myself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, when you get into it and you're getting it that that fast. But, you know, we, we don't come from an environment where, you know, financial literacy is a thing. Facts, you know what I'm facts, saying? You know, we because we, anybody could get to some money, but learning yeah. how to keep it and, and being fiscally uh, responsible is a whole nother science within itself, you know. Well, you got to think, too. 
that we don't we definitely don't have financial literacy mm-hmm. first of all um it's our first time doing it um so you're you're on the fly with it mm-hmm. um and that's why I feel like these young, the young people they're not going to get it they're not going to really understand it until it's probably until it's too late till it's gone if it's not too late they could come back out of it but they're going to say what we said like oh yeah i mean yeah we we doing pretty good but them little couple meals we blew away yeah. we could have just could have bought a couple, like he said, yeah. bought a couple studios and yeah. and so. But it, I mean, it, to me, I don't really think about it much because mentally, it was that's how it was meant to be. So I feel like I'm glad that I um, probably didn't have as much as I should have had. Probably meaning that um, whatever it was I got, I was gonna, you know, probably was gonna spend a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have made better decisions because mm-hmm. um, you got to think about this. Um, now, yeah, I can't debate what I could have had, should have had, but you have enough. If you're from the hood and yeah. you can make a couple million, yeah, for sure, you should be good for real life, right? For sure. Like now, we can make a couple million work, and we be yeah, like, yeah. So, see what I'm saying, so yeah. I don't really worry about it because I'm so in tune to now. Yeah. Um, I I rarely even think about the money part because. It, yeah, it's a lot, but if you make more now, you just yeah. make more now. We had a different space now, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, you understand money. Like, a lot of times, to be honest with you, at this stage of the game for mm-hmm. me, I don't even chase money. You know, mm-hmm. money's like a shadow. Mm-hmm. You know, you chase it, you'll never catch mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to, when you work onto a purpose and mm-hmm. you just do what you love, the mm-hmm. money will come. You know what I mean? So I learned that as well. Mm-hmm. Anytime I tried to do something for money mm-hmm. and just was, you know, I failed at it. Because yeah. I really didn't take the time to learn it and master it to get to the money. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, because chasing money really only applies in the street because that's all it is. You know what I'm saying? So right. I, I always tell people invest in stuff that you love, you know, get involved with stuff that you love because um, yeah. you'll take the time out to to do it and yeah. do it correctly. You know, yeah. what was the most. So you so you say the two the two Ferraris was probably your biggest splurge. Now, I was just man, I bought so much jewelry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just lost a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you you lost it, or you? I lost I, it? I don't even know if I lost. It. I think having wrong people around you too, they just pick it up. Damn. Um, you know they when you sleep, they they take it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what you gonna do about it? Um, so it was a lot of that stuff. It, it was just like now I'm way more receptive of it. I understand mm-hmm. it. Um, but then I just I did I really didn't trip. Um, even some stuff I would do, I'll be like doing my album. Mm-hmm. Um. I really felt like I was good, um, so I didn't even do tours. I was just in a whole box where I, I wasn't like nobody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just give money away just to get out of my face like, oh, you know, because I kind of knew, start knowing that people was fake around me and stuff like that. Yeah. But it's like, whatever. I had friends around me that was stealing. I knew they were stealing. I was like, whatever. <laughs> so um, so I don't know. That That's kind of like was my thing. I, I did splurge an awfully lot. Um, and so- Mm-hmm. Okay, so those were your splurges. What what were some of the responsible things, if any, that you felt like you did? Like, when you, can you look back and say, "Damn, that was solid. I did that, and I, I that was a solid move." Or I'm still reaping that. I got a couple of things. Yep, yeah, I got a couple of things. Um, it was some people I gave money to too. Um, it was it was a lawyer of mine too that um that really did me a solid because I was blowing through a bunch of money and um and what they did was they just kept some money on the side. So, you know, they they knew what I was doing because they seen the numbers coming through. Mm-hmm. And they were just like, oh, I'm going to just put this aside. They didn't tell you. They didn't tell me yeah. about it until I was like, 
just running through it and it slowed down just a tad bit. And it was like, I was like, yeah, I, I'm, I, can need, I can use another half a mil or two mil, whatever, like that type of thing, right? And it was like, they let, they let me suffer a little bit, like, oh, what I'm going to do? <laughs> and then it was like, oh, we got this. But they they, they helped me out with the like a, a plan of action too. Mm-hmm. So they were like, oh, you're going to get this allowance of 20000 a month or so, you know, something like that. Right. And they wouldn't let me touch it. Um, and that was the deal that, but it was it actually worked out good. So I left it there and then I just worked my tail off. So everything else would be, it would be good. Mm-hmm. And then this is like a bonus. So it's mm-hmm. it's probably still going on to this day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Because it's enough there. Mm-hmm. And I signed it like that. So it wasn't a big old deal. And to me, like, you know, we hustle. So we, we I mean, it's money out here to get. Like, right. we just wait. I mean, to me, I just wake up and do whatever I want to do. I mean, they print money all the time. It's out there. Yeah, you just got to yeah. go get it's, it. It's not, it's nothing to do right now. It's just, to me, I feel like. Everything that happened is is dope to me because I'm here. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what the number is like, right? So the fact that you know you you could pick the time that you want to be happy with the money, right? So here's what I do: I balance it off. I got family, right? So nothing really is more valuable than the family. Mm-hmm. So I spend two or three days out the week working. Any day I work, I work two days out the week. I can make. I'm making the money, so right. So it ain't nothing I can't do that I can't make money within two or three days, mm-hmm. right? That's that. I just feel like that's what I can do with my eyes closed. So now I have a good balance where you got people who care about you, love you, and then you can spend money on people that you care about and love. And then what you what I do the best is I give to people on on good soil, on good soil, right? So let's say the soil meaning. That's a good person over there. My guy, right? That's a good person. He just needs like you know five racks or whatever, and he could turn his business around. So he's a hustler. I see him do it all the time. He's just missing a little bit. So I have no problem with doing it. Mm-hmm. And then he's gonna be successful because I know how he operates. Mm-hmm. So to me, the balance is. And I could before COVID, I just hop on the road for a weekend, mm-hmm. bring a bag back. Other five days, I'm good to go with the fam. So I, I just found how to be. And then some stuff, you know, you do other stuff where we could bring a bigger bag in. Right. And then but it'd be a little more work. So um so yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I, I don't and I can attest to that too, mm-hmm. Slam, because I mean you do me like that. I do. I'm saying you do me like that. Anytime my that my there's God. something, my God. you always call me, hey man, I got something yeah. for you. Hey, yeah. I wanna make you a part of this. Yeah. So you really do throw them out yeah. oops like that. Yeah. yeah. But you 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 consistent though, Court. Like you um been the same person. Even my bro, like my bro, talk highly about you too. Um, you've been the same person as far as I know you. Yeah. It's been like this. Mm-hmm. So I think when when you have people around you like that, you just um, you gotta salute them, and you gotta extend your hand. As I mean, you do the same thing. You'll do the same thing to me. Yeah, for you, sure. You're not you're not gonna. Sure. If I call you, you'd be like whatever. But so I think if if you get enough good people around mm-hmm. who's go getters, hungry, good hearted. Because all that other stuff is over. Like, yeah. only thing I'm saying is, I ain't playing no games with nobody that's gonna try to harm our, us and our family, right? Other than that, we get into the money. I Real think talk. that's that's just consistent how I am. I ain't trying to be tough because I ain't tough. Yeah. I'm just yeah, we, you know, we older, we pass. But you know, one thing about it, you ain't never seen nobody gonna play play them games, whatever. Yeah. But that's just as a respect thing. But other than that, we ain't really we trying to get it and help people out. Um, mm-hmm. 
And that's all I'm on. I ain't really worrying about other right. stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, here it is, you know, as a brand, No Limit mm-hmm. is flying high. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. U, P, C, I mean, the whole roster. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, as we know, bam, you know what I'm saying? Bro, C, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, C Murder, mm-hmm. Corey, mm-hmm. He, he gets hit with the M. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, what was that like? Because now you got a brother... You know, deceased, and now you got a brother facing, you know, potential life. So I, I started writing this. I started doing this thing called, um, it's you'll you're, you're like this. I call, I've been doing it for like the last three weeks. So it's called My Brother's Keeper, right? So, so people don't realize um, me being the youngest, right? So, this all affects me like the most, meaning that I see it all. So you got like, um, my brother got killed. Uh, you got um, you got C that's in jail, and you got P that's successful. So I got three different angles, mm. and I'm balanced though. So I'm I'm right down the middle, right or wrong. I'm right down the middle, and I think that. Never looked at it like that, Slim. That's interesting. No, it, it it's crazy. And I, you know, what somebody told me, my boy from Detroit was like, "Man, you ever? Because it's a lot on me. Because I don't think about nothing else. Um, like I ain't, I'm good. Like as far as everything. So even my bros, and them, it's like um, love them all. Um, but I'm just gonna be me consistently, right? So I. I could give you a thousand reasons why I think that C is a good guy. I give you a thousand reasons why I think that P is a good guy. And recipe to my brother Kevin, which is like was my A one. Like he would be like, he would he would hustle to make sure I'm good. But I, but I'm his, I'm the little brother, so right. So that's and you know you know with P the same thing and C would jump through a roof, um, same thing. They all would do it for me. So I would do it for them the same way. So I I I, I hate the fact that you know sometimes in our personal life whatever mm-hmm. it becomes public. But yeah. everybody really care about each other equally. We might bump heads, so right. right. So we sure. might say X, Y, Z. I will tell both of them the same thing. If mm-hmm. you know, they might not want to hear from me, but I'm like, don't call me if you don't want to hear the tri- triple nobody because you guys can either call me or don't call me at all. I'm just gonna be living my life. But I'm not saying I'm right, but I'm out of it. So I'm not technically. Yeah. But you know, at the same time, because. Um, Personally, we're on the streets, so of course P might do more for me. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, C without no without no um without needing anything from nobody, right? Mm-hmm. I think as somebody who's innocent in jail. So so right. it's a big difference from being innocent right. and from being guilty. Mm-hmm. So if he was guilty of the crime for real, I'll just go visit him and put some money on his books and be like, yep, see when I see you, my guy. Because right. that's just the standard of how whatever they give you, they give you. But the, hurt, the the part that hurt the most is um, innocent, and I think as family sometimes um, he, the need trumps everything else. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if y'all two who's right or wrong, mm-hmm. but if you was in jail court for life, I think you trump need my need a little bit more, right? Right. Because he's he's out here got his little studio, you know, whatever. Right. But you in that with you know, and I just feel like I gotta balance it off. Yeah. Um, I, I try to balance it off. Um, and be honest with both with all my family. Um, yeah. and I and I and you know, P get the a raw stick of it sometimes too because yeah, when you're at the top of it, 
Yeah. They expect they don't know your expect you to do everything. Exactly. But he, he I think he tries. He wants to. Yeah. Um, but you know, just stuff like that. Well, we have that communication and we talk about that. Mm-hmm. Um, people don't see it, so they don't know what the full dynamics are. Right, right, yeah. right. I get accused a lot, especially because of the social media mm-hmm. and even internally. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because you know, it's layers to mm-hmm. our family and mm-hmm. our thing. Um, of defending P a lot, you know what I'm saying? Is you sure? Yeah, and and what it is is not necessarily defending him, uh, but he's only a man, you know what I'm saying? Like he's not God, you know what I mean? Like yeah. he can only do so much, and and I think a lot of people hold him to. I feel they hold him to an unrealistic standard that they can't even hold themselves to. And he's not perfect. I mean, we know that. We'll be the first to say that. That's that's my brother too. You know what I mean? But I think that sometimes he he kind of like you said. I think he gets it's it's a little unfair, you know what I mean? The expectation sometimes. Well, it's you know what it is. It costs to be the boss, right? That's so, true. Heavy so, is the know, head that wears the crown. It, it is, yeah. and so I I wouldn't dare go out even on this show, any show, and even mention either way. Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna tell nobody what's right or what's wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna tell them directly because mm-hmm. I'll tell C that too you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and you know if I talk to people you know whatever so I feel like but it's it's a balance right. it's unbalanced but it's a balance that us gonna have to figure that out right mm-hmm. so um and let me clarify too what what I mean by that mm-hmm. I mean by public opinion I'm not speaking yeah you know, I you know you. what I'm saying yeah you. yeah yeah you. you know because as it pertains to it really, family, yeah. family, and Miller. Yeah, I don't get involved in that. No, I. You know, that, I'm no, saying that, the public. You know, yeah, that's I mean? that's your bro. I mean, you got to think about it. You, you know, you got to look at it like y'all grew up together, right? Uh, you didn't see them and grew up together, so you you holding yeah the person you know yeah down like that, which is fa- that's fair enough. Mm-hmm. I, I, but what I wouldn't let you or nobody do mm-hmm. is disrespect. Anybody with my last name mm-hmm. in the public, though. Right. So if I heard Absolutely. you say, "Man, FC," then then it's, it's we all bets oh, off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And me and you cool like that, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I wouldn't let and I wouldn't let nobody say nothing about him. He, he, nobody, nobody, right? right? So right, right, my right. sister, nobody. So I think that as a friend, you could just keep it there. Yeah, like sure. oh, I got you, my guy, whatever. Sure. And that's not disrespectful to see. That's just no, like because no. you ain't never say nothing bad about C. You just say everything good no, about people, no, which no. is fair. Which is fair. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, because because listen, hey, listen, family, yeah, hit me. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sidebar, like, yeah. hey, you know, just be cool. Yeah, I was like, look, yeah, I don't have nothing to say. I'm yeah. talking public, yeah. so I'm saying to the to the world yeah. as y'all are judging this man. You know, mm-hmm. back off. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now internally, mm-hmm. oh. Hey, yeah. I don't got no. No, that's fair. That. And that's and that's and that's the thing. That's the reason why we could speak that way because mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say it. So mm-hmm. somebody might want me to say, I'm not gonna. I'm not saying none because if I can't tell the whole thing mm-hmm. on myself, everybody, I just right. I'm not gonna say anything because right for sure. That's like sure. a that's like sure. a that's that's just gonna be more and more few. And, and and at the end of the day, it's nobody's business. You know, that's the thing that I I I got kind of frustrated with during that time. Is it's nobody's business. Like if your last name ain't Miller, shut shut up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because what I felt like was a, a a gatekeeper at that time. Like like y'all in a room, you know, talking, having a family discussion, argument, whatever it is, and I'm at the door. 
you know, shutting the door behind me and telling everybody else, look, man, y'all get go get you some business. You know what I'm saying? I'm not even in the room. You know what I mean? Go get you some business. So, you know, but that's the world that we in, social media. They they want the yeah. the, the, the caption. Yeah, they want but, the salaciousness. But, but you see, that's why I operate how I operate. I mean, this is probably you, my guy, so we just yeah, talking candy. Sure, but I don't sure. even say nothing publicly. You see how I'm yeah. I'm under the radar. But, yeah, I, sure. but at the same time, that's kind of like when you put yourself out there, you could expect a lot. So if I say something, I'm going to expect opinions either way. Yeah. I respect them if I say something. That's why I keep it just like this mm-hmm. because you're not going to know who I care about more because mm-hmm. I don't care about them. Right. I, I I care about listen, you 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 could have you could have your favorite basketball team. Well, you have you have whatever. You can have you can understand that part. But at the same time, the world wouldn't know that. Mm-hmm. I just feel like I just feel like um at some time some people need more than others. Yeah, yeah. So if that ever comes out like that, then I'm, that's fair. And that's fair. Fair. That's fair game. Mm-hmm. But I just pray for my bro C because he's innocent for sure. And I don't know his. I, I don't know like the. You know, I mean, I've been there. I, I've been there. So I, I don't really wish that on anybody. For so sure. if if I could do this, if I could just get him out, and um. Oh, he can get free tomorrow, right? Mm-hmm. I would just, I would fade into the the bliss. Mm-hmm. You ain't even got to call me. YouTube, you ain't got none of y'all. Ain't got to call me. No, <laughs> yeah. we good. Yeah. And I wish best for both of y'all, right? That that's kind of like, that's more important to me that both of my brothers are successful. Right. My sister's successful. My right. my grandpa. Like, if y'all could do that, I'll be good because I'm a I'm a I'm gonna go make what I gotta make. I do it all the time. You know how I do it all the time. So I ain't asking none of them for it, even though I could go to either one. Yeah. And they'll give me straight off their back. But if you guys are all right, but like so I could so my whole thing is P's a hustler, he's gonna be all right, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. C is locked up doing a L with no parole. That right there, until that yeah. get up out of there, yeah, that's just gonna be heavy on our heart no yeah, matter what, sure, right? So sure. I just feel like if we could just get that, and then if C be like any kind of way. We bro, we we love you. I love you. Whatever. You ain't even gotta call me, cause once you get out of that, that's like, okay, we that's a burden right there. Cool, live your life, have fun. We get together and we get together, and same with everybody in my whole yeah. family. Yeah. Nobody ain't gotta really call me like that. I ain't really gotta talk to nobody like that. But I love everybody. Mm-hmm. But if anybody has like negative or mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, has anything stupid to say or dumb to say, then. Let me, I'm just living my life. I'm just waking up morning, going, having fun, live, you know, doing what I'm doing, and that's good for me. The only thing that ain't good for me is um, is having somebody that's your brother because it's just three of it's four of us, and they doing that mm. innocently. Yeah. Okay. How much money you got? Or how much money you making? How many? How much joke? How many joking you jokes you make? Whatever. When you think of that, mm-hmm. that's gonna trump everything. So anyway, that's kind. I think the chances are. Of- of C getting a fair I think, shake. I, I think home. I think I think eventually gonna get out. Mm-hmm. I, I think he's gonna get out because um every like he's innocent, innocent. So we everybody know who, who yeah, actually did it, right? Right. right. So right. I think that somebody just gotta fight for him consistently and you see that the world is evolving mm-hmm. on accountability. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They purposely put him in there um 
for that reason because they get away with so much. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm from when I was growing up. It was careers made off of Oh, no. Case. No question. Yeah. And, and let me tell you what's crazy part about it is when I was growing up, I'd be with my boys, whatever, right? And then my dude would be like, boom, they got him, took him off the street, say he did something, blah, 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 30 years, Angola, boom, right? And I was like, this is crazy. This is a good dude. I know he didn't do it, but maybe he did. Maybe one day he just flipped out and did it, right? I found out all of my friends were just snatched up to fill Angola up to work for the next 30 years, right? Wow. That, but, and you think that, and I don't want to talk about this too much, but what's happening with the police and stuff like that, you think that just happened? Mm-hmm. No, it just the, the phones just got a little bit more clear. They got right, like, you right, know, right. we got the big phone. Got better now, footage. And yeah. you got camera, you got everything. Yeah. The ring doorbells, yeah, like that, right? Yeah, being caught now just more often. Yeah. yeah. So when I was growing up, I was like, bam, they killed my boy because he reached for the cop gun. I'm like, why would you do something stupid like that, Ray Ray? You know, like, right? Come to find out, I'm realizing Ray Ray would never do that because he's he, he's not like that. Mm-hmm. But if they say it, then it's like, it it's law. Yeah. And nobody's going to question the books right. unless you have one of these, right? right? So I looked at it, I said, man, you know, the dude I talked about in the um, um, Miss Mahomie song, mm-hmm. that was a real dude. Mm-hmm. They say they, um, he had a scuffle with a police officer and they shot him, boom. And I'm thinking back, I say, man, why would you do something like that? Just lay your butt down and get your handcuffs. And I realized that was just the thing they was doing. They were just mm-hmm. doing it back then, back then. And they was getting away with it because it's Louisiana. So, right. right? So same thing with C. It's like, Careers was made off of it. Uh, same with Mac too. Yeah. Careers made off of it, right? And you know, it was just one of those things where um, he got caught up in it. I'm not gonna lie to you that um, you know it, it's a place where sometimes you have to sit down for a little bit. Yeah, I get that part, but what what he's they doing to him now yeah. is yeah. unacceptable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's that's sad. I mean, free C murder, you know, I, I got a chance to, when I first came to No Limit in 95, 96, when we were in Oakland, you know, I got a chance to be around him a little mm-hmm. bit, you know what I mean? He was always cool, uh, cordial. I could tell that he was an independent thinker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he stood he stood on his own, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, but always was very personable with mm-hmm. me, you know what I mean? So yeah, free C, you know. Um, but transitioning from that... Um, once the music thing took off, you started transitioning to acting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So what? whose idea was that? Was that bro or was that something that you just said, hey, you know mm-hmm. what? I think I want to do this acting thing. You know what's funny? It's crazy because um, I got a lot of um, calls to the office for acting. Mm-hmm. Like there was like, I mean, I mean, I got, you know, a movie I, um, I was supposed to do um, was Drumline. I really? was, yeah, but Nick Cannon wasn't even supposed to be in it. I was doing Drumline, and I kind of said, I kind of, something happened on the set where I was for, like- For which role? For Nick Cannon? For Nick Cannon role, yeah. Oh, wow. Nick Cannon, yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was People like, don't, how is that going to happen? People don't realize how tall you are. I mean, you no, like, was, was, six, was six, 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 seven? I'm six, five, six, five. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, no, it worked. It was work because they, they did it on, they did the on-screen thing, mm-hmm. whatever, and the person they had for me was, was it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, so it just would have been, I had to grow some braids and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But something happened where I, you know, I was getting so much money. I didn't like the way um, it was kind of going, mm-hmm. and I just kind of said, "Now nah, I'm, I'm out of here." But they already had casting me pretty much already for it. Wow. Yeah. It was a. Uh, you know, what's funny. It was Keyshawn Johnson was in there too. Really? I, it was out of me and him. I, <laughs> I, I don't know what that meant, but yeah. But it was me and him. I, I don't think Nick Cannon was even in it at first. Mm-hmm. Um, 
So did you audition for it? Yeah, I did. I did. Oh, okay. I got it. I got it. Oh, okay. I got it. Yep. I got it. Wow. And um, but you know, being from the Cali or some stuff um happened. You I, couldn't get with the Hollywood vibe. Um, it was some stuff that was like a little weird that I didn't like, um, that I would never stand for, type of thing. Like so, on set or with the business? A, a little bit of both. Okay. A little bit of both. You know what I'm saying? But nothing crazy, crazy, but it was just like I'm operate a little different. So what we did was I got a lot of all I got a lot of um roles that mm-hmm. people want to do for me. I, I took some of I, I took that one movie Ice T. They paid me a bunch. You might have never seen it before, but it was we shot it in Russia. Okay. And they, What's the name of it? Uh it was called um I don't think I seen that one. It is just pull up me and Ice T. Uh-huh. And they paid me they paid me like, you know, paid me that no limit money, so I was good. <laughs> but the dude shot it I think in Czech Republic or something like that. Uh-huh. I did a bunch a couple of them and then we did we decided to do um I think P did Last Don mm-hmm. movies. So I was in that. Then we did um Hot Boys. Mm-hmm. So that was crazy. And then um And Hot Boys you was a lead. I was a lead, yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what was that like, your first leading role? I mean, actually having to show up most of the time and mm. you know, do all the dialogue and just the <laughs> The, the requirements of being an actor. Because there's a lot. People think yeah. it's all glamorous yeah. and shit, but yeah. that shit be work. Corrupt. Corrupt. Ah, corrupt. corrupt. Yep. Corrupt. Yeah. Corrupt. Uh-huh. Um, so it was good. It was good because um, they gave me a lot of leeway. Um, I was able to do, you know, uh, I was natural at it though. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. once I got past the, like, the little shyness of being on camera, mm-hmm. it was easy. Like, like I was, I got it quick. That's why even some movies I do now, like I produce, we actually doing right now. We um, scheduled to do like a start May six or something like that. We're gonna do in North Carolina, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, but nah, I'm and I'm good at writing. You know, I'm good at writing mm-hmm. scripts, and I'm good at producing and directing. So um, the moment in fam, I did that. That so that was on Lionsgate, mm-hmm. and that that superseded what they was talking about. So mm-hmm. um, so I, but the only thing about you know about films is the timing. It takes a long time. Yeah. Like, you know, we go on the road yeah. now. We yeah, yeah. we get a nice little bag. We right. 20 minutes, we hop off the stage. Mm-hmm. And so, but when you producing something, it's like, man, you got to be there. You got to cash. You got to direct, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so that's a six month process. You know what I'm saying? And you, you know, you get a nice little check, but mm-hmm. that's a, that's a big process. But now I, I feel like I got the balance where I want to do it more. And they're paying a lot more, of course. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so I got a couple of cool little deals in, in place, so it's cool. You know? Okay. So Silk the Shocker, as a solo artist, you sold what? 10 mil? About, about between 9 and 11 million, something like that. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And that's only between what? Maybe four albums? Like five albums. Five albums? Five albums, yeah. Like four or wow. five, yeah. Wow. That's dope. So as I said before, I mean, the irony of Silk the Shocker, I mean, you birthed a lot of these <laughs> new guys. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you know... Often on, it's like you know how they do. They they love you at first, mm-hmm. you know. They set you up to they love you, mm-hmm. then they ridicule you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So so for so for for so many years, mm-hmm. you got, um, you know, some people love it. Some people would always say silk off beat, silk mm-hmm. rap funny. He mm-hmm. do this and do that, and now that's like a whole phenomenon. So now you had, of course, you had Blueface. Which everybody said they was like, shout man, that's silk. Shout yeah, shout out to Blueface. <laughs> but now the Detroit sound. That's really just that's that's silk the shocker. You know what I mean? That rapping ahead of the beat and yeah. doing that. That's mm-hmm. you know. So I mean, what do you think about that with the you new know, the new cats? As you see that, you like that's me. You know what? It's funny because um, I'm actually okay with it um, because they actually give me props. Like yeah, like I think I met T Grizzly, cool people. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I mean, I mean, like, Blueface really is talented. I, I know people be like, oh, you know, whatever. But I like Blueface. Yeah. He's charismatic. He he brings now, he, that. Yeah. He's he, he like good it. in a sense. And you know what people realize, don't realize, even with myself, if you go back now, and I, I was telling you about my the guys in Atlanta, mm-hmm. you know, if you know music, you know music, right? right. So so everybody who, who got it, if you're not like a person who's just... Um, don't really get it. So if mm-hmm. you if you if you like country music, you're not gonna like it, right? Mm-hmm. But if you're a real person who knows, like you said, oh, I I, I bumped that shocker record, right? So you yeah. like I bumped it, right? So you got it. You you was open minded and like mm-hmm. I see what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Nobody was like I'm off beat. No, you listen off beat. If right. I was off beat, you listening off beat. Everything I if you go back and listen right now, you'd be like, oh wow, he was on. I did it myself. I'm like played it. So the best part about it is that the artist give me props on it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like the Migos, it's like French Montana's, like, you know, everybody, Gucci, man, like, they all saluted. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say, even cute, and them was like, well, baby, I see a lot of him and you, you know what I'm saying? Like, so to me, I, I respect it because ain't nobody been like, oh, man, they actually said, they actually said, man, Shaka, you was doing your thing. We was all fans of it. So mm-hmm. to me, it feels good that, um, I, I don't know about the, I get the blue face thing, but I think, that's his style, mm-hmm. um, and just like me, he's misunderstood. Mm-hmm. But if you really listen to him, it's actually really good, and and that's he how is. I was. That's I mean, I, I don't know that he's misunderstood because his numbers reflect. That, well, different. that's what I'm saying. My <laughs> numbers reflect. Mean? My number reflected too. Yeah, so, you know, you know what, what I mean. I feel so. like I feel like in Northern California at the time though, when you were coming out, the reason <laughs> that we all listened to it mm-hmm. is we were a cut, so the whole world was listening to. Uh, it was this early '90s, right? So the whole world's listening to Snoop mm-hmm. coming off of Dre, and mm-hmm. and, it, and it's a different type of rap. But in Northern California, and the people like in KC, we always talk about it being sister cities. Mm-hmm. We were listening to E40. E40 oh, was off, right? Yeah, right. you know what I mean. Right. Like yeah. we were listening uh, Turf Talk and and, yeah. and his groups right. that he was putting out. They were rapping off B. Yeah, right. And so like we had an ear for that. Already. Oh, gotcha. Like, yeah. We we liked that sound that already sense. as it was coming out. Yeah, that makes sense. So and me, you know, being a former rapper, I got it as well. I yeah. mean, because I rap fast, you mm-hmm. know. And what it, it's funny because I don't know that it's necessarily offbeat. It, it was more technical, like because you got people to do it differently. Like you had E forty, mm-hmm. you know, but then you had uh, like E forty to me. He kind of went with the the pocket of the hi hat, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But then you got Sugar Free, who kind of is somewhat like E forty. Mm-hmm. I think what it was with you when you talk about bars, you know, you would. It's I think it was because you would stop and go. You know what I mean? Like you may say something on one bar and then pause for a second, then catch it, just say it differently, the staccato of what you were saying on the second bar. So it just wasn't linear. It just wasn't like that. It was like, you know what I'm saying? Then stop, then start here, then jump over here and start. But um, I mean, but it was creative. And I think that was a a testament of your genius at the time. You know what I I mean? I I did feel that way. Um, At the time, I felt really good. Uh, and and all my stuff was designed that way, mm-hmm. right? So it wasn't like it was. It, if I stopped and start, it really was designed to stop and start. Mm-hmm. So people who was listening wrong, that that was kind of on them. Mm-hmm. But I, if you get, like I say, if you got it, you understood exactly what it was, and you don't want, you didn't want me to be like everybody else. Right. You wanted me to be. Yeah, it's a different time. You were yeah. supposed to be different. I, yeah, what did Forty you, say? I ain't rapping too fast. You just listening too slow. Too yeah. slow. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you, know, so yeah. you you just gotta think like I was just doing me. So 
okay, I went double plat. I went right. platinum the first time, double platinum the second time. Right. Somebody got it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like the shocker had to go at least what damn near gold. Because that was still that was before yeah. priority. It was it was wait, yeah. No. Uh, was that priority? Uh I don't think it was. But if it was, I mean it had to at least go gold. No, it went past gold. Okay. It went past okay. gold. Like everything I did, I think, for the first couple years mm-hmm. went like I went what charged the game went double platinum and made man, man went double yeah. platinum, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I mean for the most part, yeah, I, I feel good about it. Um and it's crazy because like I say, the same people were saying, Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. They're like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. So rap like that silk now. They want me to go back and rap like that that old silk, which is funny, but yeah, that's pretty much it. So, you know, now in twenty twenty one, I mean, what is what is Silk the Shocker up to now? I mean, I know, mm-hmm. but you know, mm-hmm. for for the people, you know what I'm saying? What you got cracking out? Because that's why I want to have you come on the show, bro. Because you know, I tell you all the time, mm-hmm. Silk. You gotta. They want to hear from you. They want to hear from you. You gotta step out the shadows. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you've always been kind of a an enigma. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And people are always curious. Mm-hmm. And you don't do many interviews, much media. You've mm-hmm. always been laid back. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, like they say, still waters run deep. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So what what do you have going on now? Like in in 2021. So that's a good question, my guy. So do you see this thing right here. This is my new water company, which I love. Okay, it's the best thing ever. This already got this place in so many places already, but um, but for the most part, films. Uh, I got the Vito record coming out now. Mm-hmm. Um, I I do. I got the marketing company, which is like really good. Um, we're working on two films and one doc. Mm-hmm. Um, got a couple products, whatever. Mm-hmm. So the the game, the name of the game is um, have business that you work for. They have business. That, that works for you when you're not working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I just try to balance it off. My my catch is now that I, I do whatever I want to do. So, mm-hmm. and everything I do, for the most part, you know, pretty much successful. Like, mm-hmm. I if I wake up tomorrow, I got a couple of things I want to do. Um, and this 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 uh, last eight months been really good because we was kind of just sticking and moving with mm-hmm. it. But I think um, through this type, type of time, it allowed me to really flush out the stuff. Mm-hmm. And since we at home, how you get the money from home. Yeah. Which is which has actually been better for me. Um so I would say yeah, like product stuff, man. Like mm-hmm. um uh definitely a few businesses that we launched or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um helping other people. I just opened my own gym, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um little basketball gym. Um dope, congratulations. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah. Look coming together pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I just Besides with the fam. Um, I mean, speaking of basketball, yeah. I mean, your sons are playing basketball. I mean, yeah. we see nephew is uh, going to TSU, yeah. you know, Hersey Miller. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what's your sons? Because I know they deep off into basketball, too. Where where they headed? Uh, we working on my oldest son. Uh, he got a couple places he might go. Damn, my youngest son is pretty, really pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they – I, I'm humbly speaking, but you know they way up at the top, whatever. But, <laughs> but yeah, now nah, Victoria's King, Balaj, all of them, they just yeah. they they up there. This King is what he's about six five, six yep, six. You seen, but yep, yeah, about the crazy, yep, he's going crazy too. Mm-hmm. Um, so nah, that's it. I mean, like you just balance it off. Um, this next week is gonna be good. We producing um, a show. Um, it's actually yeah, it's good, man. It's good yeah. stuff. That's good stuff. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's good. I, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I've, this been a good last six, seven months because um, I was able to be more creative. I got a little more time because you know how we are. We always, always moving so much. Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. kind of slowed everything down because I, what I used to do was um, 
have an event every weekend, right? Mm-hmm. So that way I'll just go grab some you know paper and come back home. But this one had me being able to go in the office and just plan more. Mm-hmm. And everything I planned, it been it been super dope. Like this stuff right here is already got like almost close to forty stores. Oh, a couple couple colleges, a couple high schools and stuff. So yeah, nice. Hey, but you know that's what bro taught us. You know, yeah. product, yeah, oh, outweighs yeah. talent. <laughs> well, I, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's his saying. Product outweighs talent. It but took- you, but I think. Oh shoot. Okay. Um, but you can have both. You can have both. You know, like um, if you have talent and um, product, then you're really good. So I try to, I try to balance it all. But that's true to you. I mean, you got to have product, um, because you got to sell something. Right. People are either you buyers or sellers. Mm-hmm. Um. And you got to be both. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you selling something, I'm, you're my dog. I'm buying it. That's you selling Jody something, I'm buying it. Yeah. That's what Jody yeah. said, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. But, but you should buy from me, too. You know, as we buy yeah. from each other. and Yeah, we um, get a case of water. Yeah. 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 I appreciate it. I got <laughs> you something. I got you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We slang this water, but... Um, but yeah, so, no, nah, that, that's it. That's So, what we going to see, we need we need, we need, need a Silk to Shocker rap snack. <laughs> because oh. people ask me about it all the time. Okay, okay. We need to know why Silk ain't on the rap snack. We need that. that. Well, you cool with the CEO, right? You know, <laughs> I'm in here, bro. Raise hell. I'm nah, but say, you know what? No. It's funny. I, you know what? I, the thing about it is, bro, it's kind of like it's all timing. So yeah. to me, I, I, when it's, if that's to happen, that happens. If mm-hmm. not, I, you know, we don't really like with 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 all of us, even yourself included. Mm-hmm. It's it's a it's a yes 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 for all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, if like. If I ask him, I'm sure you get it. For sure. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. But I, I feel like if it's organic, it'll be yeah. there. But if I told the fans him, ask me. They I know. ask me all the time. Oh, they 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 sent me a whole like somebody did <laughs> a mock-up and everything. I, yeah. you know, I, was, I was gonna post about like I don't Oh, you got the mock-up too? Yeah, I got a mock-up. I got the mock-up. You do? Okay, yeah, okay. I got cool. it too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so they I gotta find it on my phone somewhere. But if yeah. you haven't sent it to me, yeah. but, but um somebody I got actually I might think about my own chips or whatever, but um they had a dope little flavor for me. I'm yeah. like, okay. What was the flavor? Um, they had one salt and vinegar. I like that one. Okay. Uh, if you could do your own flavor, what would it be? If you came up with your own Silk the Shocker rap snack, what would it be? Um, I want something simple. What about salt and pepper? Like, you know, like... Salt and pepper chip? I, 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 I mean, I <laughs> what you think? Before, what you I think? Really? I mean, I think you should go totally left because I see Uncle P's rice and uh, you should do the whole ele- light bulbs and electrical lines since you the Shocker, you know what I mean? Which is, <laughs> I'm not mad at that. You know what I mean? Flat screen team. Come on, he got some money. I remember you. Let's let's talk about this business. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, we could take on uh, take on G and E, the electric company. You know what I mean? That that, that's kind of smart too, because extension cords, yeah, anything that run power, electric buzz. Wow, that's really electric buzz, like. That's it. Hey, we gonna talk. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you don't leave out the sound of the paperwork. Trademark, copyright. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> no, no, he ain't got no paperwork. Over here, you know what I'm saying? But, um, but now nah, that that that's, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that sour um, candy, sour candy. Oh, mm-hmm. that's shocker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking like we have to start. I mean, you got to try to find stuff that he ain't doing because he's doing everything. <laughs> right, but, right. But I think that yeah, I, I think that um, got into the tech world a little bit. Yeah. Um. You know, just just like balancing it out, because whatever you put your time, your mind into, time into court, it's like it's gonna work. Yeah, like everything, sure. everything I've done like lately, bro, has been like boop. But it's also we know people. Mm-hmm. Like you say, okay, so if y'all got water here, it's you could you could buy the water here. You're gonna buy some water anyway. You know what I'm saying? Miles, of course, you're gonna right. buy some water. Come holler at me. For sure. But you're gonna buy water. You're gonna right. you're gonna do it. So I have it. So. um 
And then start creating other brands that we use on a daily basis. If it's chairs, whatever, mm-hmm. like make our own chair. Like you say, make our own light bulbs. Right. Um, make you gonna you gonna use you gonna get your phone charger right. You got a yeah, phone charger, right? So you you know let's yeah let's make some. I mean, shit, Juvie selling lamps. Is it? Yeah, Juvie selling lamps, designer That's lamps. Yeah, that might be something we could put. A, yeah, the lamps, the yeah. lightning bolt, selling lamps. lamps. No yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I do. But, I do like the. What is the water called? I recharge. 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 I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's good. Too. I swear I've seen it before because I didn't want to say nothing. Like yeah. I, I'm, I'm thinking like, damn, I just seen it. This yeah, one, no, this it's my bro, and yeah. I didn't even know it was easy. It's doing good. Yeah, but I, how I did it was I did it. Um, I made it um organic, mm-hmm. and um, I started with a couple events and. I got a big announcement that I'll tell you off, off camera, but it, it's it took off so fast mm-hmm. um, just by people knowing each other. Mm-hmm. So somebody gave me this big um, this um, this co- this contract. Now the only problem is I got to supply so much water, but I mean, who cares? Like at the end of the day, is I'm getting paid for it, but they want so much initially. So that's that's gonna that's gonna be a whole different subject. But um, but yeah, that's it. No, just about mm-hmm. us just constantly trying to figure out what. Put our time into. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, I'm gonna ask you one other question. I mean, and this is a question I kind of pose to 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 everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I mean, with the current climate, mm-hmm. with the the Black Lives Matter and the whole you know George Floyd thing, what is your wh- where do you stand with that with police reform? And you know, how do you feel about that? What do you think could be done, e- even if you think it's a problem or it's not? I mean, you know, you know what I I'm friends with the Actually, the Floyd family is funny because they um, they hit me up a couple of times. We 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 talk um, just some minor advice stuff like that. But bigger than that, it's a culture that we in. I think that for the most part, you know, let's not lump everybody together. First of all, right. So let's say let's say we come from the hood, but we ain't that we we ain't all bad, right? So we gonna say cops are not all bad. I know they're not because I talk to cops. Some of them really want to get it right. Some of them really want to be like, if they if I see court, how you doing, court? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got your tail light broke. Let's let let's talk about it. And then some of them like it's just like so much aggression to us. Right. And I feel like that that those are the problem because you know if I if if you if you are my if you are my parking spot if I come to you and be like, uh, Mister Mister Court, um, can you move your car back a little bit? Um, You'd be like, oh no, bro, I got you. If I come to you, man, you no. Yeah, right. And then you're gonna be Set like, so tone. I think the tone is like it's it's at an all time crazy. And I talk to good cops and they be like, so we just trying to make it home to our fam. But I got some that they just they just instigate it. So I think we're gonna have to figure out and either you want you wanna be good or bad, but you can't be both. And so I think with the reform, if we do it this way, if we because I like what they're doing in Louisville and Minnesota, right? They're going to do an investigation. So that way you get the people out of there and then you put people in the right spot. Like, okay, instead of me going to the, your hood court, let me um, let me get somebody to come talk to you first instead of like pulling up with 17 cars. You're like, whatever. Because that's going to make you feel uneasy. Like I see people get killed just for moving the wrong way or whatever, right? But that's not... Listen, let me, let me tell people right now. This is a real fact. This is a real fact. Um, I know opposite color of us. I know we was treated bad in the slavery days and all that type of stuff. None of us think about, well, at least I, nobody I ever met in my life ever thinks about reparation on another color because what I, what they people did for us back in the days. We all about being treated good now. 
okay, let me just tell you this, that people that I know, I'm sure you know the same thing. Nobody of our color is going to kill a cop. Let's be let's be honest. Like, right. I, I, it's not something that up. we typically do. Let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now, bro. We might do each other, yeah, but we, we know. Yeah, we run from the police. We ain't about yeah. to mess with a, yeah. a, a opposite color than us because we know what kind of representation yeah. that is. Yeah, yeah. And we ain't about to do nothing to no cops. So the cops could really not be so mm-hmm. aggravated about it because mm-hmm. I promise you, ain't nobody driving a car saying, when this cop put me, they ain't going to do it. I, I, every person I know in this world has never told me, when a cop run up on me, I'm going to do it. So I think we could dial it back. The cops have all the rights. I think if they could just communicate with us, right. I think we'd be like, man, whatever you need, we got it. Because we need cops. We ain't going to lie. We need, we need, to, it, it, we need good cops to, to police all the neighborhoods correctly. And I promise you, they'll get all the respect because mm-hmm. we know what kind of time come with disrespecting the cop. We right. know what kind of time come with harming a cop. Nobody I know that, and I've been around a lot of hard hitters, you know what I'm saying? You too. Yeah, None of y'all ain't never said, we're going to try to get a cop. That just ain't communicating that. So I think that, and then if people are different color than us, you don't have to be afraid of us because right. literally we ain't never thinking about what happened in the past. We looking at how y'all treating us right now. Right. And that's just the fact of it. So I, I think, I don't know. We have to reform it because I think coming at a different approach right. than Kicking out somebody's door and expecting them to harm you back, they ain't doing it unless you don't knock on the door and tell them, right, like, right. I'm coming so, in the door. So it starts with the training. Like, for me, it, it's the training. Um, and, it, and, and it comes down. It's the culture as well. Uh, you know, because sometimes, like, like, of course, we have flat-out racism. Yeah, And cool. then you have implicit bias, right? Okay. But then they have this thing that I've learned because I've been gaffled by the police, right? Yeah. It's racism, but sometimes it's placism too, mm. meaning stay in your place. It's a power that's struggle. True. That's true. Yeah, that's true. a lot of the police, they want to win. That's they want to win the argument. That's they want to win the fight. They want to win the ticket. They want to win. So, uh, and that's where the training comes in to where they need to, you know, learn some people skills and learn yeah. how to de-escalate. That's because it. at the end of the day, you know, I'm still a man. We're still people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you're being paid a salary to do a job. Like, you aren't God. So, okay, I might be dead ass wrong, mm-hmm. but that don't give you, you know what I mean, license to come and try to dehumanize me. And and because cause shit escalates. It could be something very simple, but I've been dealt with so heavy-handedly by the oh, police yeah, yeah. over something simple, right? And to be quite frank, you know, when the police come around me, I don't feel safe. I'm even at 44, bro. Like when they come around, I automatically feel suspect. I feel like, oh, what? I, I did something. You know what I mean? I start thinking like, man, I let me leave. You know, and it's just because of the experiences. You know, it's always and, and all cops aren't bad. That I know some of that is in my head because I've been I've been some cool ass yeah, cops. Yeah. I remember getting stopped in Hollywood one time. Um, uh, I guess I was in my S550 back when they mm-hmm. first came out and my windows was, was tinted. Mm-hmm. Remember my silver one mm-hmm. with the strut grill? It was like 04? So, 04 no, it was 05. like 07. 07, oh, 08. Okay. And so... Uh, they had the thick windows? No, no, nah, nah, that was a new body. With the, I thought uh, that was a big body. No, nah, I had that one too. <laughs> yeah. No, I had Discuss that one Discuss the big bodies and small bodies. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, uh, uh, man, they literally stopped me and... Uh, they stopped me for the windows, mm. but come to find out, they ran my license and it was some type of issue with my license came up that I had a warrant mm-hmm. from 1984. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I was born in 76. So they knew that was wrong. Mm-hmm. Right. And so uh, basically they told me, they was like, um, 
we really just wanted to stop you to see who was in the car because the mm. car was nice. Okay. And so dude, dude pulled me out the car and I already knew I was going to jail. You know, I was riding how we ride, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So uh, I call my old lady. I'm like, look, I'm in Hollywood. They're probably going to take me to the Hollywood because I already knew. Mm-hmm. I, I, I know how, how they got me down bad right now. Mm-hmm. So dude pulled me out the car. He was like, man, check this out. He's like, man, we could put your car up on the, uh, on the tow, you know, and take it. He's like, man, we ain't going to do that. He said, under one condition. He said, man, you got to train us. <laughs> mm, okay. I said, you you want me to train you? He was like, man, I'm trying to lose this weight, bro. Mm. He was like, both of us, man, we work out. Mm-hmm. And then they got to telling me how if I was a cop, they got to telling me how, yeah, man, we took this Hollywood uh, beat because, man, we ain't trying to be chasing no gangsters and mm. this is easy. And then they get to telling me how chicks love dudes in uniforms. Uniform, I got it. And then telling me, man, you would clean up if you was a cop. I'm telling you, you should, you, you know, so they end up being cool. <laughs> <laughs> they end up being cool, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I ran into, you know, some that are decent, but the culture needs to shift, you know what I mean? Like, you know, police have to understand that, man, we're human. Yeah. And, and and it's funny because they'll see a dude that fits the the profile with dread sagging his pants, mm-hmm. you know, and just to be honest with you, they see, they always see the criminality. They always equate us mm-hmm. to criminality. Mm-hmm. But it's like, dude, he a bitch in the hood. You know what I'm saying? You just going off a rap video yeah. or something like mm-hmm. that. He looked like Mozzie, but he a ho-ho. Like, he ain't finna do nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like they don't learn the culture, you mm-hmm. know, to take time out to just communicate sometime. And I know the job is difficult, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I think that the training needs to be altered, you know, and they need to really concentrate on de-escalating and understand the culture that you're policing. Yeah. You know, understand yeah. that just because he got dreads or yeah. just because the the swag is that, that, that don't always mean that, you know? And I think that they should not draw them guns or shoot that gun unless they being shot at, literally. You know what I'm saying? Because you can't say your life is in danger with somebody running from you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or if a car is driving by you or what I thought you, yeah. I don't think, nah, you need to get another job. I, I just think that in, in we, they have to take a step back. I think that it's too much. I don't know if it's on purpose or it's just the way they approach mm-hmm. just us. I, I don't, I don't know because, but I'm looking at it like the amount of um, how they approach it. Yeah. Right. It's like, I've never really seen anything like it before where it could go from zero yeah. to, to to 60 in like yeah. a millisecond. I'm like, I'm like, how do you have the justification of something like that? Like what what make like either you want to do this and that's your occupation to be like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to stir this up and and knock one of these people off, whatever, right? Because you you can't fear for your you're not fearing in your life. That's not in okay, if if somebody does something. And they run away from you. Um, you're not fearing. I don't right. think. I don't think nobody. The way they talk, I don't think nobody pulls somebody over and and really fear them mm-hmm. like that. I think it's a, like you say, uh, if you want to win, yeah, and you want to, you want to take this person out the element, um, and you want to see if I could, I could get away with this or maybe, because if you was really afraid, you would approach the situation a little mm-hmm. bit different. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you got four people around you, you're not no longer, if you got four cops around right. you, you're not no longer scared of that situation. But if you're that scared, you wouldn't be doing a job. You know what I'm saying? That I mean, too. You know, but then think about it. I don't know. And we don't have to talk about this if, if you don't want to. But, I mean, think about the situation that you had way back in the day in the bank. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> you see what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Now, think about it, though, Slim. <laughs> if if you were white, would that had happened? Would they have perceived you like that? You was in, you was in there doing real business. Mm-hmm. But they see your pistol sticking through your, your you know, off your, through your shirt, mm-hmm. and they automatically, oh, he up to some bullshit. But you in there with some six figure money, mm-hmm. so why am I gonna show up to cash a six figure check and rob the bank? Like that doesn't, you see what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, but I, I would say, um, just, but you know, but that, but the perception of us is guilty to proven innocent, and I think that, um, from what I look at it, is that. We are easier targets to, like I tell you about, none of us in our neighborhood is actually going to think about committing a crime against another color or that cop. So, but why? Because you know the consequence of that. Mm-hmm. So I think when you got no consequences of if I take you down, really no, really no cop has ever really been convicted of taking you out uh, or taking somebody out, right? Unless they got video of it, it shot him in the back and they could totally prove mm-hmm. but ain't nobody convicting a cop even like then, even then they get you know they still get away. Yeah, but ain't nobody convicting the, ain't nobody about to convict a cop twelve to zero, right? Like I mean like you're not gonna unanimously convict right. the cop. Like it's not just gonna happen unless it's like so much proof like they have now yeah. where they had to like right. yo, you're my man next time and it's like, okay, that's like that's what it is, right? It's a video saying you was on my man. But if it was a a, a reaction thing he would have never, that would never happen. So anyway, I think looking at us as E Target, because if I told you nobody never been convicted of it, you would just be like, so you trying to tell me 14,000 people robbed this particular bank and nobody got caught before? I mean, listen, I like my chances. Yeah. 14,000 to zero, I like, my chance is good. Give me the money. Like, you know, so, but, but, and then you- then, Give me the money. Yeah, but what I'm saying is the, the chances is like, you could keep doing those chances. Yeah. Like, you know what? They got, there's some people in the hood, like coward. Mm-hmm. It's like you shouldn't be in there doing this, right? Boom, he's selling. Man, give me this here, boy. Get out of here. I get out of here. Mm-hmm. Take it again. He's trying to make a little few extra dollars, yeah. but you know that he ain't about that, right. right? And 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 then all of a sudden he said, "Today ain't the right day." And you go mess with him today, and that be your day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I think that that's what's happening now, where yeah, they starting to see like yeah. I think it's about who's in office. I think who's about like new leadership. Because right now we had a we had a situation right now where it's good and evil, right? So either you want it to be fixed with good or you want it to be evil. Like they have people that's going both either way, and this is going to be a tough time for us to say um, who's going to win, right? Like it's scary, bro. It's a scary time, and I, yeah. That's it. And speaking and and because you said that, I want to highlight this part too. You know what I mean? Because. You know, like you said, we know where we come from and people having their idea who Silk the Shocker is mm-hmm. basically through the lyrics, you know, gangster rapper, whatever, whatever. You know what I mean? But a lot of people don't know. And I know you to be and I hope you don't mind me saying that you are really a, a mild mannered dude that's that really has a deep belief in, in God. Mm-hmm. Like you really mm-hmm. a faith based dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And you really don't even curse for real. You know, you really don't don't cuss like that. You know uh, what? Like. Where did that change come in? You know what I mean? To where you really just, you know what I mean? Got into to God like uh, that. I would just say, I mean, I, I do cuss when I, you know, if I'm doing music and stuff like that. Well, no, I'm saying, yeah, in music. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about just in Oh, yeah. In life. general, I don't, yeah. it's not, it's not yeah. necessary. Like, I feel yeah. like, um, you know, I'm trying to raise 
kings. I'm trying to raise people to understand. Like what I do now, I got some stuff. I mean, we talk off, we talk, you talk about it, but realistically, I try to lead by example. So I'm not saying I'm perfect, none of that type of stuff. I'm just telling you because I was young, I know what loss means, right? I know I know what it feels like to be lost and nobody understands you. Cause like I said, when I was growing up, they literally told me you can't be in this house because you're gonna you you're not gonna be around long enough. You're gonna be killed in jail. So that's that's just like so I, I know somebody who's broken who 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 feels like nobody understands them. Um they drowning in their pain, whatever, whatever, whatever it might be, and nobody understands them. So for me, I educated myself. You know, we had stuff that we did, you know, stuff out the air we you had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the opportunity is for us to turn it around. So people like, you know me, I don't even go to clubs right. unless I'm getting right. paid for it. Like I ain't really trying to, you know, be out there wilding like that. Mm-hmm. But that's not because I can't. That's just because I don't really see the purpose in it. Mm-hmm. And so with God blessing me to, dude, I could have literally not, like my family was correct on that. Like, yeah, you I, listen, statistically, if I was a bet man, I would have bet on what they were saying. I've been like, when I look back, I'm like, yep, y'all had it right. So I wasn't mad at them for saying it because everybody that was in our circle was going to jail, getting killed. So, and I was just as bad as all of them. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. But God is, even talking about the bank thing, like I was, um, I was in super trouble. And I prayed, I told God that, you know, I'm going to change up if you don't give me these 10, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, right? So he didn't give it to me. Mm-hmm. So I, I'd be, a, and I'm not saying I'm perfect. I, 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 feel, I feel short, whatever, right? But end of the day, it's like, I just, I try to change because I want other people to change. I, I literally don't believe that um, young people really want to do that. Mm-hmm. If I gave them the money and the education, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm not saying I'm I'm the end all ends. I know everything. I'm just telling you I was a dude that was in the streets with the with the smoke. And you know, you know, and you yeah, could tell. Sure. And if you ask anybody, you'd be like, well, "Who was the worst one in the family?" They'll tell you, right? Already, yeah, yeah. So, for sure. at the, like, so, but, but then I switched it. I switched it. That's just the mercy, right? So I switched it up, and I'm here. And how I'm here, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I, I listen. My family was correct. Those two things was definitely in my near future, right? But. So now I'm like, what can I tell another person that think they really about that life? Mm-hmm. Um, and another thing too, another thing, just running around with all these women and stuff like that, mm-hmm. having a hundred kids and stuff like that. Like, if you're young, you're 16, 17, 18 years old, you got five kids, stuff like the 19, whatever. You're gonna wake up and be like, damn, that's crazy, cause that's a big part of my life. So how do you transition from all those different things that now you really want to be a good Cause you're gonna get about 30 or whatever and be like, man, listen, damn, I messed up on this thing. Mm-hmm. Lord knows if you um if you do something stupid and they give you that 25 mm-hmm. and you only 19 and you got about 20 of them to do, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a uh that's gonna be a game changer for you. So what I try to do is literally just it's tough to walk the walk and talk the talk. Yes. So what I try to do is just literally I don't need to just walk around just curse for no apparent reason. Right. I can, but it's not normal dialogue. Right. I'm not going to stop them from doing it. I just try to say, just have a purpose of whatever you're going to do. So try to learn from maybe, like you say, what you said about the cops, they got to learn how to de-escalate the problem. Right. 
listen, it was many times, you know, somebody did something, stepped on my shoes, right? And I'd be like, all right, whatever. Now, me saying that, you know, if I say that, cool, you know, it's like, it's up. So it's really up, right? But then I say... And I never seen that person again, right? Because I'm, because I'm, because you know me, I'm, I, I had a bad temper, right? So I'm like, it's all the way up. But then I, I realized all those times that the my young people doing it, they on a spur of the moment, mm-hmm. and you're not gonna recover from it. So yeah. everything, all I'm telling you about, even find, even knowing God, it ain't about being soft. It's just about mm-hmm. I'm, I'm honoring and appreciating my blessings right and my blessings won't allow me to just be doing dumb just dumb stupid stuff it's like if i ain't teaching people or trying to figure it out mm-hmm. i'm still the same person but yeah. i mean i ain't, ain't nobody gonna really i ain't really worrying about nobody like that but yeah. i'm trying to literally has my look at me so i could tell them yo fam i'm literally i was up all the way past you were mm-hmm. and it's gonna turn out bad for you. Yeah. For and sure. they can listen. So, you know, for the most part, that's that's what I'm on. And I ain't yeah. I ain't trying to preach to the choir. I'm nah, just telling dope. you. Yeah, I sick. mean the same thing. I say that all the time, yeah. bro. I'm a living, breathing testament that God allows, you know, fools more time to get it right. Sometimes. You know sometimes. Saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So thank God for grace and mercy. You know what I mean? Cause I know I ain't supposed to still be here. You know, so I had a whole lot of people praying for me. Um, but man, I know you gotta get out of here, bro. Mm-hmm. So but you know, on this show, bro, I just wanted to give give you your flowers. You know what I'm saying? Why you still here? I believe in, you know, mm-hmm. praising people mm-hmm. and really appreciating them, you know, while they're here. So, I mean, you as a, a talent, you know, you as a brand, mm-hmm. you as my friend, as mm-hmm. my brother for mm-hmm. 20 plus years, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. salute you. Um, always been a fan of you, always will be. For you sure. know, I'm a rock with you. You know, yeah. we do shit anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. know how mm-hmm. we rock. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I just wanted to give you your flowers while you're here. Appreciate, that, appreciate you coming to the show. Appreciate it, my guy. Yes, appreciate it, yeah. yeah. Appreciate it, my dude. All yes, sir. Love, bro. Yes, sir. All love. Right I'm home caught, it's dead in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? I'm home caught, it's dead in trial. Why ain't I see you round back when I was down? If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Bada ba ba ba. At participating McDonald's.